Today for Play podcast. I am your host, Justin J.J. Epperson. This is going to be a loosey-goosey week. Um, This is actually what I'll be calling the calm before the storm. Hmm. Our quiet, quiet calm before Before the storm. The the storm that is... The TGS hype uh, Shinkansen. Um, Actually, so... (laughs) Uh, this week, Mark is at PAX, um, right. talking about some uh, crazy VR, little VR game Rez, stuff called Res. Something, whatever. You know, it's not important to this podcast. <laughs> Actually, um, that game is awesome. Yes, I, I know. It's amazing. Day one, when I get my two pre-ordered <laughs> PlayStation <laughs> VR, I've got to do something about one that. One pair of eyes, John. Well, what you're you're gonna, <laughs> I didn't mean to do that, but... Yeah, I'll take one. Um, um, but yes, yeah, so this week, you know, we're it'll be a loosey-goosey fun. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, we got the Nintendo Direct coming up. We'll have we're recording this a few hours before the Direct, so we're gonna announce our predictions for the Direct, <laughs> and then immediately cut to us discussing the Direct to just yes. kind of show how stupid we are. Get That's your bingo fair. cards out. Um, but next episode is going to be recorded the first day of TGS. That's at, right after the PlayStation meeting, the PlayStation gathering. I think those what those are called so we'll have after all the sorts iphone of, reveal after the iphone mm. reveal maybe the nx who knows at this point it's gonna be ridiculous we're gonna have all sorts of special guests it's gonna get rowdy mm. it'll be, be a good time be excited we should tell the neighbors yes but not uh, not to say don't be excited about no, this yeah, week totally but be just a, you know yeah <laughs> be, a little, mean, be a little excited right now and then you can be more excited in this two is gonna weeks. be like the npr version of a4 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll All be right. your host, Terry Gross. Um, so, yes, and uh, that other voice you've been hearing uh, is uh, a man of many nicknames. Um, uh-huh. It was going to be Melon Allergy Tingly, <laughs> Melon Tingle. Yeah. I don't know. Late Tingle. breaking nickname. <laughs> um, but actually, I w- it was going to be first before that Rocket Man, Ricky Artie. Um, Rocket Man? I get yes. it. Yes. John, uh, Roy gets it. Roy, can you explain it? Too? So, you, whenever you go to America, you come back with Smarties. Right. And, oh, and, and they call they, them rockets in called, some other yeah. third world countries. Right. Yeah, or one of those. Right. What is it? Like, the, I think Canada, according to JJ. Yes. I see. Grand, 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 Grand the show, uh, uh, Graham Howard was in the office. That's and right. And he was like, oh, you guys got rockets or whatever they say. <laughs> but I think, I think <laughs> no, they no, also no, have, I, they have Smarties, but they're like a chocolate company. No, they do. I'm pretty sure we've talked about this probably numerous times because we've had these debates. But like, yes, Canada has their own version of Smarties. And I guess it's from the UK originally. Oh, they're really good. Europe and I believe it. No, you know, we're an equal opportunity. Opportunity candy. The jury is still out. Uh, yeah, but like, <laughs> but you know, I like I like the American the American Smarties, yes. which are called uh, rockets, rockets, as you said. Yeah, and they're like powdery little like Pac Man pellets. They're um, they're in Japanese. They would just call them ramune. Ramune. Yeah, they're like ramune candy, basically. Um, but this is funny because it sparked a whole discussion on. And this is funny. It's tangentially related to video game localizations, candy localization, candy, <laughs> localization. Uh, candy yes. localization. So you know, Smarties are rockets in Canada, but um, the topic came up. Uh, Milky Milky Ways and Milky Way, Three yeah. Musketeers are reversed in England, according to according to Graham. According it's not like Graham. we actually researched this. We and didn't. We, research we're not journalists, so don't them. take anything we no. say with oh, any amount of uh, Mars bars. What the hell are Mars bars in America? I think they're still they're Mars, Mars bars. bars. What's, what's in them? What's in them? Because I think Mars bars and Milky Ways were flipped in Turkey. That's or maybe Europe. I don't know. 
Yeah. Now you're just it's going. This is a real yeah. tangent. Now. Let's, let's keep this focus. We're talking about Milky Ways and Three Musketeers here. Apparently, they're they're flipped in. Yeah. In, in Due to a pa- packaging error. It was like a packaging error or a mistake or something. And they're just like, ah, go with it. Somebody check Snopes. Anyways, <laughs> candy guys. Um, and that person you were just hearing is uh, uh, Roy Housecat Blakely. Uh, Okay. (laughs) He's like that wasn't very inspired. I tried. Yeah. Why is Roy a house cat? Roy is a house cat because he's looking for a house with his cat. Uh, Right. Right. Cats are. I have two cats actually, and apparently, like Japan's pretty well. Like a lot of places, apartment places, they might be okay with one cat. Generally, they're like no, just no, no pets at all. Yeah. But if you if you're like nice and you ask them, they might be like, okay, one cat is all right. But when you say you have two cats, you're like, what? No, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> so in your cats, you ha- like so you're looking for a new apartment that'll yes. ha- accept both of your cats. Yes. And apparently, you like have to fill out all this extra paperwork right. for your cats. Yeah, like about their behaviors and like how you communicate with them and like what kinds of <laughs> really things you yeah like there was actually a question is like how do you communicate with your cats <laughs> and what did you say yeah well. What is the answer to that question? Sarah and I were talking about it. We, we decided like C plus plus. We decided like yeah. body language was the best thing to say yeah. because I was like, you know what? I think all these questions are trying to determine: a are our cats dirty, or b are they loud? And like, uh, I just wanted to be like, well, let's not give them any indication that it's either of those things. So body language, because that's silent. Nobody, yeah. nobody's gonna hear me. Do did they ask if they're like spayed or neutered? Or? Yeah, they need like proof of that. Oh, okay. Proof of yeah, like Pixar uh, didn't have pro- <laughs> <Yeah>, it. <laughs> like, show us the X-rays or whatever. Okay, so but yeah, you're doing that. That sounds like a lot of fun. Roy fun. did I wouldn't not. Call it fun. Roy yeah. did not. Roy did not I check did not. to see if there were Poke stops in the area where he went and applied no. at his apartment. Yeah, no. you're a changed man, John. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I. <laughs> After Pokemon Go came out, I went to my new, the, where my house is going to be built, and I checked. Tore there isn't one, contract. well, there isn't one, like, from within the boundaries of my house, but there are a couple that are just within So what you got to do now is, like, find something really weird in the neighborhood, like a little, like, Tanuki statue or something, yeah. and then, like, send them, send an application in, like, tell them you want to yeah. make this a Poke stop, so that Can way, by the time now? you move in. They had to get there somehow, right? I mean, I think with, yeah. when they when they had Ingress, mm. they let people yeah, I did want apply Ingress. for stuff. They're going to mm. open that up soon, I think. Yeah, eventually, yeah. Just say JJ's house. You could commission yeah. a statue <laughs> at your house. Yeah, I would like to do that. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'll make a statue. I don't know. <laughs> Donald Trump? Okay. Um, yeah. And uh, that voice you were just hearing, I'm just going to use that phrase over and over again, <laughs> uh, is uh, Dermot Goodin T. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. Yeah. Cregan. Yep. There you go. There you go. Nice save. Yeah. Cregan. <laughs> Cregan. I don't know. I can't do an Irish accent. But go sure, away. You sure can. So tell us about the green tea. Uh, I'm assuming you're referencing the Omiyage I brought back. Yes. So okay. you went on a uh, vision quest. That's, yep. <laughs> That's what they call it. Yeah. <laughs> no, tell us about it. So you, you, went, you took a, time, a little bit of time off from interning to go take a trip um, because you, you, you got here and basically you started working for us. Yeah. Uh, Which is what I wanted to do. Like you guys right. aren't, you know, working me to the bone against my will. Yeah. We took the collar off and let him go. <laughs> yeah. but, but you wanted to, you wanted to go out and, and find yourself. Yep. And you found yourself, right? I did. In fairness, I went to Kyoto and the surrounding areas, and I had a great time. Yeah, you used to live there. I right. lived. Yes, I lived there for five days. Five oh, days. <laughs> wow, memories. Um, yeah, I did a homestay when I was thirteen in a small town called Izushi. Who does homestays at thirteen? Um, like, like 
Ten were your parents us? just like get out, like, or were they like in the neighborhood or get something? Out. Or um, my middle school in Seattle has a sister school program with the middle school in Izushi. So uh, okay. every September, like Japanese students would come, and then kids in the Japanese program would get selected at the end of the year and go over for like ten days and tour the country. Wow! And did they send like you know like people with you, like monitors or whatever? Or yeah, like, we had you know, uh, adult supervision, like, a, like, a couple, <laughs> like yeah. on that uh, Hajime no Otsukai where they have like all the camera people dressed up as like village people like yeah. following them around <laughs> right yeah um, for those who don't know there's there sorry to interrupt uh there is a tv show where they will send like four-year-olds out to go shopping for their parents and record the Me whole too. thing and it's hilarious it's adorable the kids will go out and they will get lost and they'll stop crying <laughs> they'll and, drop, they'll drop shit. and they'll drop everything it's great but anyways back to your story well th- I don't know where it was. I mean, I guess to answer your question, like, yeah, we had a couple chaperones. We had some teachers. Yes. Um, but I think it's crazy that they let you do that at 13. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, would have loved to come out here as a kid. I don't even know what it would yeah. be like. I think my mind would have been blown to be in this country as, mm. like, a kid. Like, it, yeah. My mind completely was blown, especially afterwards. I stayed an extra week in Kyoto with, well, I was supposed to stay with some family friends, but they came to pick me up on the day that all my friends went back to Seattle. And they were like, we don't actually have room for you, so we rented you a studio apartment for the week. Whoa. <laughs> and they gave me a wow. bike, and I just lived in Kyoto at 13 for a week. <laughs> Holy cow. That's yeah. crazy. So that's, that's a really awesome. special place to me, too, so it was cool to be back. What? Yeah. Okay, yeah, well, man. and so you brought us some omiyage. Typical Kyoto omiyage yatsuhashi, which is mm. like a... It's like a fold over... It's like a fleshy envelope. Fleshy, <laughs> a fleshy envelope with like anko or... Yeah. yeah. All these words Various. that nobody is probably going to understand. Re- just re- research Yatsuhashi. It's good. It, um, but we were all in the office talking about how there was one flavor. They have flavors. There was like mm. a peach and some others. Yeah. But one of the flavors was... Uh, in in katakana, uh, green tea. That's like the language they write like foreign words in generally. Yeah. Instead of actually using like the and, and, kanji for it. Mm-hmm. And, and to kind of like give a little background here, in Japan nobody says green tea. Mm-hmm. They say rokucha or you know depending on the grade it's like ma- matcha or mm-hmm. you know there's several different types of green tea here. Um, and for them to write green tea. In Katakan, like I understand in English because if it's in English, it's for foreigners who don't know what yeah. it is. Everybody who's listening is asleep now. I know, <laughs> but it's, I think it's just interesting. It probably means it has NPR. like a gaijin punch. It has a foreigner punch to the right. Green well, we were joking that it was or... like they they took the the tea leaves from like Los Angeles or California or something like that. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> anyways, and uh, rounding us out. Uh, to go back to introducing everybody, it's uh, that voice you just heard. That voice the, <laughs> didn't just hear the newest member of the Bullet Club. Oh, I actually got that now. Yes, I did not get that a month ago. Okay, but yeah, as of what was it three weeks ago? I went to my first Japanese pro wrestling match. Yes, and mm-hmm. how hype was it? It was amazing, JJ. Yeah. Because all, up until then, I'd only ever seen it on TV, pro wrestling in general. Right. To go in person, it's like a whole other shindig. It's yeah. like it's like. It's like theater of the highest class, you yes. know? How close were you to the, the ring? Uh, I could walk down there in like, I don't know, 30 seconds, 10 seconds. Okay. Like, I, it was really, really front and center. Wait, so was it, was it the, like, because, like, you know, Japanese 
Pro Wrestling doesn't have the budget that uh, the WWE has. No, there has. was no like fireworks shooting out. So yeah. I mean, for big events, you'll get a you'll get in like arena, but a lot of the times it's like in gymnasiums and yeah. stuff like that. So was this at a? It was at the what do you call it? The the sumo th- uh, okay, arena. Okay, Rogoku. Rogoku. Yeah. Okay, so where so we they were have sitting, sumo? Yeah, and we were sitting in the little boxes where you would like oh, picnic wow. it up and nice. stuff like that. You can get to see some real wrestling. Wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> real wrestling. <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, it, like I'm a, I'm a pretty big fan of mm. Japanese pro wrestling. I really wanted to go, but I had like a, a house meeting that I couldn't cancel. What's the bullet thing? The bullet. So the bullet club is the new Japan pro wrestling's <laughs> stable of foreigners. Okay. So bad like guys. That, they're like the heels, they're bad guys and they're all like foreigners, except for, I think there's like, there's some ja- there's like two Japanese yeah, guys, yeah. I think. And it's just funny how that they're all like decked out in camo and they got they're, 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 everywhere. <laughs> it's like, they're, they're like legit a fake generation X. <laughs> slash NWO. Yeah, yeah. So the bullet thing is is what because they're supposed to have guns and stuff <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Or? I don't know. They're they're Americans. Guns, bullets. I see. All right. Whatever. But their head guy, uh, Kenny Omega, won. Yes, so Kenny Omega. We got a guy who the... is a video gamer. Yeah. Plays Street Fighter Five competitively. Oh, nice. He's thrown some like video game eight bit motifs and some I, of their like. Designs. I don't understand yeah. how we don't know this guy. We I think, should, I, like I want to invite him to the party. I think JJ. Now we will. We will. We should. Yeah. Anyways. Awesome. So, anyways, back to the podcast about games, Japanese games, and Japan and games. Japan. And games. A time code for this. I don't one. know. Green tea leaves. <laughs> Green tea leaves. All that sort of thing. Let's talk about some of the games we've been playing. Um, why don't we start out with uh, progress report for Neo? Um, None of us have been playing it except for me and Django, and Django only a little bit. He didn't play. The, you didn't play the alpha. I didn't play the alpha. I didn't have internet at that point in Japan, right? So right, exactly. Now I finally got to touch this game for the first time, yeah. and I can actually see myself enjoying this more than I did Dark Souls. Really? And, and Bloodborne. Wow, really? Yeah. It just feels I think a lot I'm, more fluid. I think I might know why, and this is kind of also the reason why I'm not feeling the ah. beta as much. Um, so, you know... I have to apologize that, uh, you know, because Koei Tecmo went out of their way to do everything that we asked them to do in the podcast, (laughs) it kind of made the game a little bit too easy. Ah, that could be it. Oh, is it easier now? It, like, kind of became a a little too mashy. Like, you know, they got rid of the punishment for losing all your stamina. Oh, really? So it it just works like, you know, Dark Souls does. You can kind of move around, but you can't attack or anything like that. Mm. And... I don't know if they've tuned the game to um, adjust to that. So it kind of feels uh, like a little overpowered. So could you, for example, do that move where you time it right, right after an attack, regroup yes. some stamina? That yes. was always in there. That was always I in there. I thought that was really cool, just from right. not being able to play the original. Right. And and like that system, the key, it's like the key pulse. Yeah. The key pulse. It makes a lot more sense when the uh, punishment for losing all your stamina is... Is something that, that animation like, that you can't get out of actually affects you. Yeah, um, and now it doesn't. Uh-huh. So it's kind of just like, well, whatever. So wait, there is still stamina. There is stamina. What is it used for now? Same thing. Nothing's changed there. It's just that when you run out of stamina in the alpha, you yeah. you just kind of stood there like a sitting duck. Right. Uh, but now you can actually move around. So you just move slowly. You just can't attack. Yeah. yeah. You can't block. Oh, okay. Well. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I haven't tried it yet, so yeah, you know, I'm yeah, going to play it this weekend, I think. But like to me, again, I, I already complained about some on the podcast, so I'm sure. not going to go on too long. But I still, I, I get the impression that like they took too much feedback 
and took everything like to the T. And then now it's like, where's your original vision anymore? Yeah. Like, and mm. you know what? You're right. It does kind of feel like that. Um, I, I think the they changed the camera to be more like a traditional like lock on system, which I think was the right decision. Yeah. But I think they should. I, we were wrong. <laughs> Put the stamina punishment back. Only you could t- turn back the the hands. Of yeah, time. I think. I, well, maybe they'll ask for feedback again at the end of this one. Uh, and now I think they will back and, and, and tell them what to do know, again because they'll probably do it all. So right, and I, I, you know, they got rid of the durability system, which I think was also a good choice. Um, just because that? open that can of worms. Yeah, um, and <laughs> and you know you that. you get a lot you get a lot less gear. That's good too, which is good. So. You know, all in all, and they added like a tutorial, which I, I think is really helpful. Um, it's like kind of neatly designed. It has you, you're in this dojo and you, you know, practice a little in the dojo and then it leads you out into this like Zen yeah. garden. And Do we know how long the beta is going for? I don't know. Okay. I, I, I actually thought it would probably be over by now, but maybe it's going. No, I know I could, I know at least I could play this weekend because I was, I basically was like planning on it. Okay. So. Yeah. I'll, I'll play it a little bit more then, but, um, you know, it, uh, I'm still really excited about that game. Yeah. And it's yeah. supposed to be out this year, so it's not far yeah. away. Really? Like, yeah. Okay. 2016. Cool. So. Well, that's we'll good news. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I'm not... I am still very much enjoying it, but I agree with you, John, that it, it kind of needs a little bit more of its own character, and I think it lost that a little bit um, in this kind of beta. Anyways, uh, so a game that more of us have been playing... Uh, or not playing, depending on who you are. Uh, it's, <laughs> that covers uh, all your bases. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, and I'll explain what I mean here in a second. Uh, Square's uh, uh, Justice Monsters mm. 5. Yep. I uh, want to be playing it. Right, mm. which is the uh, Final Fantasy 15 mobile game that they also play in the game. It's yeah, like right. the game in the game. It's like yeah. the mini game for that? It's like the Blitzball uh, Terra Trackers. Wait, but you actually play it in, in Final Fantasy fifteen, or you just see them I, playing it? I, I, that, I, don't I actually don't know. I, that I don't know. I know that they are playing it inside the game. And they're really into it. They're yeah. really fucking yeah. into it. They're like <laughs> dancing around that machine. Um, like. <laughs> and so I, when this was first announced, I think a lot of people kind of took it as like a Monster Strike clone. Mm-hmm. And I think... You know, more or less, there is a lot of Monster Strike in mm, there. Um, like, the upgrade system is very much Monster Strike. Mm-hmm. You get these little gems or whatever that you need to upgrade and all that sort of thing. But the core gameplay is actually, like, it's almost like NES pinball, mm. where it's like a one-screen pinball board. There's no flippers. It's just this little... There's yeah. bumpers, though. There are bumpers, yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, those bumpers, like... Well, here, let, let me go back to the main thing you uh you're on this pinball board and there are enemies kind of strategically placed on the board and your your character kind of hovers at the bottom and goes back and forth along this curved line and when you tap the screen your character will fly off in the you know in the direction of the curve Mm. so it's kind of hard to explain it's hard to hard to explain (laughs) but if you're like on a curved surface and you're on the far left uh, you will shoot out to the opposite side. And that's kind of how it works. Mm. Um, and each character will have a special attack. You can hold down. You, you can tap the screen and hold it. Mm. And then when you release it, they'll like go up the side of the screen. Or when they impact on something, it'll hit like two or three enemies behind it or mm-hmm. something like that. So there's like all sorts of different kinds of customizations and all sorts of things. But as John was saying, it, to kind of extend the pinball metaphor, it has bumpers. Mm-hmm. 
uh, set throughout the screen or like gates, you know, mm. where you can go through them some and like, get points. Some like destroyable things too. Yeah. yeah. And as you hit those, it builds up this kind of meter. Uh, and when the meter hits max, it does like a roulette. Um, that'll get you... Uh, you mean like a slot, slot machine. machine? A slot machine, yes, like yes. a slot machine. Um, I haven't been to a casino in a while. <laughs> um, it does a slot machine, and it'll give you bonuses like extra treasure, heal you guys, heal your guys, give you um, like you know this big massive attack mm-hmm. that'll do mm-hmm. a lot of damage to the characters on screen. Um, Is it any good? I mean, I, I just found out about it today from Roy. Roy showed me a little bit at lunch. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looked it really nice UI. Yeah, the text looks really nice. Like it looks like they obviously had people like caring about the Western yeah. version. It's mm-hmm. not just like a shoddily localized thing. It looks like it was really professionally done. So like that part is nice. But you know, when he was playing, like you know, he like knocked the ball up and then it was just, like bouncing back and forth for like you know ten seconds or whatever, like just left and right and left and right and left and right. Well, and to me, it was yeah. like, well, is it always going to be like this, or is it going to be more like not exactly? You know, the, if I had one complaint so far, it's that the Enemies die way too quickly, and mm. things are over way too quickly. Hmm. Like, you, there's literally... I mean, this is how most Japanese mobile games are up until, like, the first... I don't know. Yeah, you're like, you're like the levels. first world it's or like, the second world. It's and, like they yeah. stroke your ego to keep you into the game. They exactly. It's really simple. But if you do, like, the event quests, some of those are actually challenging to the point where... Like, I did one, and I, I like, wiped my party. Oh, really? Okay. So that, What's that was, it called again? Justice? Justice Monsters, Monsters 5. 5. I see. And is it like what you know? What's the connection to Final Fantasy fifteen? Like beyond, be, besides what you said, like they play it. In, is there like characters there's, there's, from Final Fantasy? No, I guess no. the monsters well, that you fight yeah, are, are yeah. Final yeah. Fantasy monsters. There are um, there are like gotcha characters mm-hmm. that are based off of Final they're all Fantasy like, summons. Yeah, they're all enemies that you would see in the the Final Fantasy universe. Right. I see. Um, in fact, that's like part of the story in the little tutorial that yeah. like starts the game, which I think is like really kind of charming because it's yeah. it's super cheesy it's all about yeah. like these um these like heroes who are all about justice and they're like trying to save their little galaxy of monsters from this invading force and yeah it's very saturday it's, morning cartoon it is yeah. totally one character says bro like every three yes. words yes. Yeah. <laughs> um no it's i you know you could tell a lot of love was given to the localization and that's something you good no i'm rarely glad. see on mobile games these days yep. so uh, we try to do it when we get involved in mobile games but we exactly. don't do that much you know we do a lot more into japanese we don't do so much into english but when right. we do we try to give it some love because like so often games get localized and they just use like default system fonts and stuff yeah like, everything just looks ugly yeah so that was one thing like I was, ve- I was very mm. surprised they actually went with like a stylized font that wasn't some sort of default because lo- working on mobile games like that's kind of my thing here uh <laughs> a lot of games will default to the standard fonts yep and you gotta have a nice look we've font. become like font nazis I, yeah. the last couple yeah. years yeah. Yeah. i know so much about fonts now it's ridiculous um but, uh, uh, um, yeah, so so far I'm having fun, but I'm having this problem. Like, I can boot the game, which, by the way, it, like, takes forever to boot it every does. time. It, it does. does. It always does this data checking stage mm. that takes yeah. forever. I don't know what's up with that. But once I get in the game, I can't tap anything. So I don't know if my game's broken or No, I think what. it's, like, you a might need to, the game. It's early. I mean, you know, it's growing. It's got those early, you know, yeah. birthing pains, whatever you yeah. want to call it. Like, it'll probably get better soon, but... Um, it's it's it's. I'm curious to see what the reaction will be like. Like tying a mobile game, you know, a, a dirty, icky mobile game to a to a console game that everybody, well, a lot of people are looking forward to, should in theory yes. bring more people to play, try out a mobile game, which I think is a good thing. Like I'm not super, as everybody knows, I'm not like anti mobile games in any way. Um, yeah. 
But um, you know, even so, the it's only still, reason think, we can talk about this right now is because Mark's not here. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, thank you for going. He's to at home smashing an yeah. iPad with like. Um, I'm gonna hear about this on the next episode, yeah. anyways. Yeah, but I mean, it's like you know. It, but that said, it, even if you strip away all the pretty uh, UI and everything else, at the, at, the, at the core, it still is like every other Japanese gotcha game, right? Yes. I mean, so uh, it's, we'll it's, see how long that keeps people's attention. Right. I think it's kind of it's kind of funny how. With every new Japanese social mobile game, how they try to kind of uh, extend the tutorial to keep people from re-rolling. Yes. Mm. Uh, yeah. yes uh, like Roy. Yeah. 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 I've done it a few times. This one's not that bad. Yeah. Well, the, 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 it's, so for those who don't know what we're talking about, in Japanese gacha games or mobile games, usually at the end of the tutorial, they'll give you a couple free gems, orbs, whatever, to kind of... Try your hand at the premium uh, gotcha or draw, the thing that gives you new characters or whatever. And a lot of people will, because when you delete your apps on your phone, all your save data and everything goes with it. And they don't, like, track your phone or anything like that in any of these games. People will, like, delete their app, re-download it, and start over so they can keep re-rolling until they get the characters they want. So as a form of almost, like, you know, like piracy prevention or... Uh, you know, right. like cheap, cheap prevention, cheap like. prevention. Um, companies have started to kind of extend their <laughs> tutorials to make it like a pain in the ass to actually have to go mm. do it over and over again. Yeah. And I feel like this game, while I enjoyed the tutorial, I there was a point where I was like, OK, there's no reason why you need to explain only one specific gameplay point at a time <laughs> at a time. And then go spend five minutes going over it. Yeah. Next, yeah. See, I never reroll with that stuff. I never have because like I feel like if I get stuck with a bad, you know, uh, set of monsters or whatever, and like it makes me not want to play the game. That's like that's factored into my like evaluation of the game. It's like I if you make the game where like I'm going to lose interest because I didn't get lucky you've made a bad game. You know what I mean? So, like, I try not to re-roll. I, ha- I really haven't ever re-rolled um, I because, because of that. Yeah. A lot on Terra Battle. Terra Battle. <laughs> really? Terra Battle. A yeah. lot. See, for me, it's like if I get a so-so, like if it's ranked S is the highest, if I get, like, a B, I'll use that, and that'll be my incentive to grind, to get a, you know, yeah. to get an A or an S eventually. Like, I, you know, if it's a fun game, I want to keep playing it, and if I get an S right off the bat, where's the fun in that? You you want to get the you don't want to have to pay for it later. Anyways, yeah. so that's enough about that. Are you guys enjoying? Are you, I think you playing I it? think I am. Well, uh, yeah, I'm trying to play. It crashes like every other time I okay. try and launch it, but mm-hmm. I think the timing is weird to yeah. launch it now. Well, I uh, think, I think the, the timing is right. Yeah. It was. I think it was ready. Well, that's the thing. But like, <laughs> it might have been better to hold it. It makes sense to come out now with the original Final Fantasy 15 release. That's date. true. Yeah, that's true. It is weird to come out two months early yeah. Yeah. before the game now. Yeah. Anyways, give people enough time to get. But sick Roy, of it. Roy, you're enjoying it, I guess. I mean, I think it's like it's still at the point where it's not a super, it's not super challenging. So, um, everything, yeah. yeah with all easy. these games, you kind of have to play them for like you know, right. like a, a week or so before you can that. actually get to like the mm. part where it either is or isn't interesting. Yeah. So, mm. anyways, okay. So, um, why don't we talk about a little bit something a little bit more meaty? Uh, John, you've been playing some Dragon Quest Seven a little. I have, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know how much. Um, I guess it's okay to talk about it. I think it's okay. We just got like they just sent out the you know early copies oh, yeah. to to people um, <laughs> of Dragon Quest Seven for 3DS, which I've already had the Japanese version since it came out. So this is just yeah. like a chance to play it in English, and I I. 
played it for maybe an hour or two the other night. Um, still haven't seen any monsters, by the way, because that game takes forever before you yes. get into a fight. Wow. Um, That's the game where you have to recreate the whole world or whatever. Basically, yeah, you're you're uh, you're you're like on a fisher in a fisherman's village on an island, and it's basically the only island in the world, or so they tell you. And uh, you basically are like kind of on a, a quest to like find out what happened to the rest of the world. Um, it's you know it's uh, so people have already heard about the Japanese version so one thing that's that's people were reporting about beforehand is that like the orchestrated music is gone and mm. they replaced it with like you know regular music and I, it seems to be true as far as I can tell okay but like it sounds fine it's not like a big deal yeah um, but the localization seems really good those guys always do a good job yes. um, when they don't go nuts with the accents that are like hard right. to read and shit but so far it's been good um, I'm really excited about it I think I'm gonna you know when Dragon Warrior 7 came out on PlayStation back in 2000 i think mm-hmm. um i reviewed it for egm and i played the wow. shit out of it and i beat it and like the localization was i mean they tried hard but like it was limited because like the programmers didn't do any of the cool stuff that they had done with the previous games where they like made room for like long item names and like so stuff got hacked to hell like basically yeah. like item names mm-hmm. that used to be like two lines in the nes were like limited to like nine characters like nine letters mm-hmm. in the wow. in the playstation version wow. so you had like you know, if you had an item like a leather sword or whatever, even that, I'm a leather sword, a leather shield, uh, that, that didn't fit. Leather sword wouldn't do you very well. Yeah. But if you had an item like a leather shield, it wouldn't even fit. It would be like, you know, L-T-H-R-S-H-L-D or something. Like, they had shitty abbreviations. And huh. everything just looked dirty and, like, kind of janky. And the font was like a monospace Japanese font. It, was like, oh, it no. looked like a really shitty... You know Janky programmed game. Right. You know when shit's bad when, like, you're... Your your the space that you have for items is smaller than the NES version. Yeah, it's really bad. Because like um, NES, you're dealing with like 240 pixels wide tops. Yeah, and it's a shame too because knowing how the industry works and being on the local side of localization things like that is easily fixable with people who just know how to explain to the programming team what you need and why. Yeah. But they clearly didn't have that, mm-hmm. and so. You know, it's really nice to have a version of this game now, finally, that has a proper localization, that has all the bells and whistles that, like, the recent Dragon Quests have had. You know, like, it's got good writing, it's got a nice font, it's got, like, you know, all the kind of things that make it read totally smooth when you play. So I'm just looking forward to going through it all again, like, you know. Uh, like in normally, basically normal yeah. English. So normally, it'll be fun. Not, not. To, I'm not. I'm not trying to dog on. Like, I think they did a decent job with what they had on the previous one. You sure. Know? But like, but but that still, like, to me, was like it was still kind of hard to deal with. So right. It also has a character named Dermot. That's yes. right, Dermot the Hermit. I'm very excited. Early, I saw him early in the game. Um, <laughs> oh, that should but, have been your nickname. God, John. Yeah, that's out in like things. a week or two, and uh, I, you know it's been a while, and people need to support that franchise in the West. So please yeah. pick it up. It's a good game. It's a yeah. long ass game. It's yeah. over a hundred hours. Yeah. Like to- I remember having a conversation with Brendan uh, when he was playing Dragon Quest Seven. Uh-huh. He was like, you know, we're talking about the story and how you're like go on a quest to find other worlds. He was like, that didn't actually start to like forty hours into the oh game. Oh my god. No, what happens is you don't actually get to change jobs until, like, 40 hours. That's, like, a huge part of the game is your yeah. job system, and the job system doesn't really kick into, like, well, to be fair, let's say probably, like, 20, 20 hours or so, 20, 25 hours or so before you actually, Damn. like, hit the meat of the gameplay mm. systems. And, you yeah, you don't get into your first fight for hours. Like, I've 
two hours in, I haven't seen a single enemy yet. Like it's just part that's of the story. Cool. But I mean, that's yeah. pretty rare for games of that era. So I heard and they one, trimmed it down a little bit though for the 3DS version. They they, they fixed a little. Yeah, the beginning had some pacing issues, and they they definitely hmm. fixed that. One thing that kind of sucks is that they didn't. It doesn't support the right stick on the 3DS. It's like a, no. that game you can you can you can rotate the whole world. So it's it sucks. You have to use the L and R buttons to do it. You oh. can't use the stick, huh. which would have been perfect for this, but. Yeah. That seems like such an easy thing to implement. Yeah, weird oversight, but um, do, oh well. Do, wait, did the Japanese one come out before the new 3DS? Probably, yeah. Oh, well, that yeah. might be why. Okay. Um, so on that kind of like retro tip, I have, um, and I only found out about this after I started playing it, it's uh, SRPG September. Ah, uh, right. Okay. And uh, I've been playing uh, one of my favorite games, uh, Shining Force 2. Nice. Genesis. Or the Genesis, yes. And um, so I started playing it because my wife is a big fan of Landstalker. Okay. And it's kind of a game that we like, you know, we kind of bonded over. <laughs> okay. Uh, she can like, she can like beat it by memory. You guys dress up as the character from Landstalker <laughs> and everything. No. And I'm like, well, I was like, you know, I am a, a big fan of this other game made by the same company. Let, uh, let me show it to you. Let's let me check it out. Over this. And um, so I started playing it, and like I just got really into it, and I've been playing it every night. Um, and it's kind of interesting to go through it again with fresh eyes. Mm-hmm. Like I played it way back when I was in elementary school, or I guess maybe middle school. Um, and uh, I didn't think anything about the writing or like how there was a character named Lemon and how that's weird. <laughs> um, and uh, it's kind of interesting to now go back and play it, having you know worked in localization for years now. And um, but I think for its era, wasn't Shining Force Two like pretty decent? I it, mean, it's, it's got a nice font and yeah, it's so got like the, you know there are reasonably mature themes for that for that time. There are things to praise it for, like the font being one of them. Like it's very rare to find a good pixelated, stylized English font, and Climax Games always had good fonts. For Cam- the Genesis. Right. But Climax is Camelot. Camelot, I'm sorry. The, right. Yeah, Camelot. And Climax had something to do with it, but I don't think... It, is it the same Climax that did Landstalker? I believe so. Hmm. And they, I, well, And so I, I'm pretty sure that is the case because when I was playing it, and this is kind of an interesting thing, people who didn't grow up in the NES, SNES days might not know this. Sorry. Um, but my... <laughs> sorry, Tommy. <Damn> <laughs> um, but my wife pointed out, she's like... Wow, the music like it sounds so similar to Landstalker. It uses like a lot of the same sounds and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, a lot of games back in the days, each company kind of had their own sound, right? There was mm-hmm. like the Sunsoft sound, Capcom had its own sound, Konami had its own sound. And when you played a Konami game or a Sunsoft game or whatever, the music had sp- and not like sound as in like this guy did rock stuff. This guy did pop stuff. Like specific sounds yeah, that you would like only instrument, hear instruments, yeah. right? That you would only hear in those games. And for you know uh, these Camelot Climax games, they all had a similar sound font, I guess you would call it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're like um, MIDI bank or whatever it is. Right. All had the same exactly yeah, percussion and bass or whatever. And so like explaining that to her was like, oh yeah, that's that was a thing. That's not a thing so much anymore because now we've got CDs and you know. That's a whole different thing. But I do notice right. some companies. Well, it, yeah. it was the same. The guy who did the music for the those games, it was the same dude. Like yeah, for for Landstalker mm-hmm. and right. Shining and whatever. So, but uh, yeah, so far I'm enjoying it. It's it's interesting to see like 
you know, uh, during dialogue, all the characters that you can uh, get into your party, whenever they're referenced, their names are written out in all caps. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, in the, in the dialogue. In the dialogue. Itself. And I'm pretty sure they did that because <laughs> here we go um the id for I'm, I'm this is i'm totally assuming this but i am assuming that the i so in localization we don't have to explain the whole thing I, know, <laughs> I, want to. I think it's interesting because not people a lot of like people understand stuff. they do they always talk about you know inside bit they want to hear more right, about this right. sort of thing so like when you're writing a piece of dialogue in a game you don't always write down the character's name in the cell or whatever you'll write in like player name and it's like a little macro that the game will read and fill it in with so like in a game where you have where you can set your player character name um you know you in the in the actual cell or dialogue in the game code there will just be a macro that says like player name and then when the game loads it it'll say whatever you put in for that character's name um and in this game i'm pretty sure you can rename all your characters you can rename some of them at least um but i'm pretty sure when the game you know, looks for a specific character's name, there's only one place for it. And uh, it gets used during battle and in dialogue. And in battle, I'm pretty sure the font for the names it's only has caps. Caps, uh, uh, so that's why it pulls it. Yeah, that yes. makes sense. Because if they wrote it in lowercase letters, you wouldn't see anything uh-huh. during battles because there's no characters to load. There you go. I think the original Pokemon did that too. With Prob- yeah. Probably did. That did. That's Good. not, like... In in our situation in modern times, we would say like yes, please add lowercase letters because <laughs> um, it looks weird. But um, anyways, I'm like having so much fun. I'm I'm, I'm using a walkthrough because like I don't want to stress myself out about it. And uh, wait, walkthrough? It's a strategy game though. What do you have to walk? I'm not walking through the uh, like. Basically, it tells me what level I need to be. Ah, okay. Uh, so okay. I'm just basically no using that. Grinding. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not like looking for strats on how to win. Just had a level that yeah. series means a lot to me because the first so i forget where i was talking about this recently but i don't think it was on this podcast um the first so i didn't own a genesis until 1995 oh damn um yeah because i was i mean i i didn't i basically bought my own game so i like i could i had to do a lot just to afford a super nintendo and right. then like right. that was it for a while but like mm. i would borrow my friend's genesis a bunch so i got to play stuff but i didn't have my own but in 1995, I got my first freelance job doing reviewing Shining Force CD oh, wow. for GamePro. And so I had to get a Genesis to play the game. So I bought a CDX. I, I still have it. I have the CDX, which is like the Genesis and the Sega CD built in. Going into the like, retirement fund. And Shining Force CD was, <laughs> yeah, exactly. A Shining Force CD was like the first game that I got because they sent it to me because I had to review it. And so like the, because of that, like I got the Shining games and I got into them and I learned all about yeah. them and I played them a bunch. And like it has kind of a special place. That game is really, really good. Yeah. And Shining Force 3 on Saturn is amazing. Yes. Amazing, amazing game that sadly we only got the first, well, America, in, in English, I guess. Right. There's only an English version of the first part of it. It was three parts. Yes. But that whole series is really awesome. Yeah. I own the first sucks part. sucks that Camelot doesn't make them anymore. I know. Like, that's the thing where All they're doing I, is making Mario Golf games. Yeah. One thing I was, as I was playing it, I was like, God, what happened to this art style? Why don't we ever see this kind of, like... It's kind of those the Shining series and Landstalker and those, you know, all those games made by those guys are kind of like kind of forgotten classics, I feel. I mean, there are a lot of people who like them. Sega fans definitely like mm-hmm. have a lot of love for them. But, you know, Sega kind of destroyed the Shining series by yeah. giving it to that like 
porn artist guy. Tony, <laughs> Tony I think is his name. Yeah. Tommy, whatever. Mark, Mark loves Landstalker. And, like, Mark, um, way back in the day, like, this is probably, like, uh, man, uh, how many years ago? 20 years ago, maybe? Me and Mark were at a trade show, and we met. So, Mark, I forget how or why, but Mark basically met the guy who made Landstalker. Wow. And, like, they were making Dark Savior for Saturn. Yes. And we bumped into him at E3, and we're, like, saying hi. It was me and Mark. And, like... He like hands me a disc of Dark Savior. He like here, this is the next game we're working on. Wow, here's a beta version or whatever. And oh. I took it back home to the office and played it. And it was like, you know, you needed the Saturn key disc and everything yeah. to play it. But like it basically, it was like the English version, but it had all this foul language in it. Like it basically <laughs> had like a, it was like probably like a first translation that they had done themselves oh, or something. That's awesome. And so the characters were dropping f bombs and saying shit and all this other stuff. Oh, I still have it so somewhere good. in that storage. Oh, it's pretty geez. amazing. I wonder if that's out on the internet or anything. I don't think so. I've never seen it. Well, maybe I don't know. It could be. But I haven't seen it. Yeah. But, you know, sadly, that guy passed away a couple years after that. Um, I guess, I don't know, maybe he worked too hard or something. But, like, it was one of those things where, like, you know, the the notice went out that he had, like, passed away on the job, basically. So it was super sad. Wow. But, Jesus. Yeah. Well, way to bring us all down. <laughs> Sorry. But, you know, Mark, well, Mark tell- was a big Landstalker fan. And that's how yeah. I kind of came in to know the series and everything. So. Yeah. When they, when they had that Shovel Knight. Uh, what they what um uh, yacht club's next game should be that like pole or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. when I saw Landstalker was on there, I was like, yes, <laughs> do that, do please do that. But uh, I don't think it's gonna happen, guys. Oh well. Anyway, um, so anyways, uh, we got a couple Shiren. Yeah, I don't know. Are you still chipping away at that, John? Uh, no, I stopped. Um, it's like my go-to on the train now. And it's I'm I really it. like it, yeah. but I just it got to a point where we talked about it on the podcast already. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, it got to a point where it got it's it's kind of overwhelming, and like I realized for me to really get into that game, I'd have to like basically quit my job and like play it. <laughs> yeah, like, all, there's you know, a lot of layers. Time. Yeah, it's super super deep, and which is great. I mean, if you have time for it, I yeah. think it's amazing. But it's one mm-hmm. of those things where for me, I actually would prefer it was like a little more streamlined because it's so deep and so there's so many layers to it yeah so that it's deep. just like it's hard to yeah. it's hard to really focus on it deepu deepu okay um you Dermot you've been playing Persona 3 yeah any, any um, quick thoughts yeah uh quickly did you ever play it before well, Persona 3 portable to be uh, yes, specific. that's oh. that's There's important. A and that's a little disdain and the no, 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 pointing no. upwards a bit. <laughs> uh, I I started Persona 3 on my PS3 on um, the FES version, and I couldn't get into it too much because I was jumping between two, you know too many different games. But being in Japan this summer and being away from my consoles and having to you know go back through the backlog, I settled on a Persona, and it's been really cool to play it while living here because I get to see yeah. kind of like a more authentic perspective of yeah. like. How how that game is supposed to come across? Right. Like totally. Like, Persona Three. That's the one that's in more or less Tokyo Shibuya. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's there's it's been like a ton of island. interesting parallels. Like there was that typhoon that came through, and everyone yeah. had to go home, and I had to stay home. And then yeah. the, like the same thing was happening in Persona Three. <laughs> um, and then when I was in Kyoto, like the second night, I was it's playing. Like the, it's like the beginning of like a, a <laughs> like a bad kids movie. Yeah, exactly. Whoa, it's like uh, a typhoon wake, outside. You're gonna wake up in the game yeah. next. Yeah. That won't be too bad. Um, <laughs> I was in Kyoto on my second night there. I was playing, and they went to Kyoto for their school trip. Right. And it, it, it's weird, man. <laughs> That's like, awesome. Yeah, and and in Persona Three, you stay in a dorm, and I'm staying in a dorm right now. Yeah. And my dorm life isn't fantastic, but it's pretty cool to like come to back to my dorm and then boot up and be in a better dorm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Persona Four. Like the thing that I this I now that I think about it, I'm sure whatever hooked most people. 
probably wasn't this because you kind of have to live here to get this. But for me, like the fact that in Persona Four in the beginning, the dude leaves the city and goes to live in the yeah. not, like in, in the in the you know the sticks Inaba. basically. Yeah. And uh, to me, that was just super interesting because I feel like they represent it in the game really well. It feels like real rural Japan, mm, like yeah. and like to me, that's something that like I live. We live in. We live in the heart of the city. We're like we're like in the middle of Tokyo, in the like probably like youngest like quote unquote yeah. hippest city or whatever. You, you do. I live out. Well, in I do. Well, we well eight four is. <laughs> yeah. is what yes. I mean, like eight okay. four towers is like right in the heart of everything, and like so you know we're sort of surrounded by this stuff all the time. But like to me, the idea of of someday being able to live in a place like that, mm. like if I could, if I like if eight four didn't exist and like I could just take years to go do whatever the hell I want, I would yeah. go off and live in some weird ass like backwards end of Totes. Japan. Yeah. And like that's what Persona Four is basically. So yeah. like that's why it's appealing to me. Like that's why Persona Four like instantly grabbed me because it's like okay, I see they 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 really do represent Japanese life apart from the like jumping into TV screens and getting yeah, every crazy shit happening. Yeah. Like the actual like day to day like representation of this of Japan is actually very faithful. So that's like really interesting to me. Persona yeah. five is gonna be amazing. I can't wait. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. That actually comes out the day of the next podcast. Yep. So we I don't won't know if I want I kinda well, wanna wait for an English, but I, I might I'm, not be able I to. Might. Really? It's really hard. I'm not gonna wait. Yeah. I'm gonna well, wait. I mean, but it's gonna be at TGS too, so we can maybe yeah. have impressions. Hmm. Maybe I'm not I I'm gonna try and play PlayStation VR. I doubt it's gonna happen. You can play some Dead or Alive. Yeah, maybe. Uh yeah, first off. <laughs> which we're gonna talk about in the news coming up next. When do I get to talk about Pokemon Go? I'm not done talking about that. Oh game. my god! Oh, yeah. we, that's our first news story. All right, okay. we'll save it for the news. Uh, actually, why don't we just go straight in the news then? I don't know. I don't care. Fuck, fuck breaks. <laughs> All right, we're well, gonna have a break when it it's time to do the Nintendo Direct that's right. anyway. When so we, that's so we're recording uh, this, like I said at the beginning, we're recording this, and then we're gonna cut and then record the rest tomorrow after the direct has happened. Um, but we're gonna do news first. So let's start off with Pokemon Go. Which, John, you've been playing religiously, and I still have, by, via Haruki, have been playing, mm. um, because now he's a level higher than me, and he's starting to brag about it. <laughs> <laughs> that little shit. John, your dedication <laughs> is staggering to me. It's uh, it's it's one of those games that, like, I mean, I get into games every now and then, yeah. and this is a game that I'm, like, super, super into. I really like it. Like, I, I it's weird. Like, I think probably... It, it's a little different for everybody, but, like, it's an amalgamation of, like, all these things in my life right now that it's, like... Yes, I want to be outside. I want to mm. be walking around. I want to be like, I, I'm. I'm. There's aspects of the game that I'm interested in, like on a, on a work level. It's like I, mm. the social aspect of this game is fascinating to me yeah. from like a research standpoint. So like, I want to experience that. I'm in deep. But then like, I went to America just now for three weeks for a business trip. Yeah. And so I also got to experience what it's like. You know, it's a very like regional game in a sense, right? And so yeah. like to see what it's like. Even to just go somewhere else in Japan would have been interesting, but to go to like yeah. another country and then see how the game differs there, how people play it differently, and how it acts differently, and everything else was like super fascinating to me. So I'm like super, super into it. Well, you're about to be even more super into it because <laughs> yeah, what is this? Is, you mentioned this earlier, and <laughs> I didn't know. Because some crafty uh, coders have kind of hacked into the game's files to find out that their the potential next feature for Pokemon Go is something called the buddy system. Okay. Um, which will allow you to, like how you hatch an egg, take a Pokemon uh, and walk around with it. Mm-hmm. And as you walk around with it, you'll get candy. 
Interesting. For that yeah, for that Pokemon. Yeah. So if there is a Pokemon that you like but is so rare that you can't find a whole bunch of, you could... Wait, so this is a thing that some they, they found in like the game code or whatever? That's right. Yeah. So, you know, just to be clear... There's always there's often things in the game code that mm. never come to fruition, never actually happen. It doesn't mean right. it's going to be a thing. I yes. mean, but that is actually a really good idea. I it's like that. It's a great idea. A idea. And so, uh, yeah. And um, one of the extra things that they found about it is that there's code for uh, medium, big, flying, and shoulder-bound Pokemon. Oh. So, like, they will be apparently walking around with you on screen <laughs> or on your shoulder right. or whatever. Yes. Um, and uh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, and I think that's something that the game definitely needs um, because the egg system, while it's fun to get an egg every once in a while, like I feel like I want more to be able to uh, raise the Pokemon that I do like instead mm. of, you know, fucking evolving 100 Pidgeys. Right. Or, yeah. You know, Haruki's on his, like, third Gyrios, Gyrados or whatever. G- Gyrados. Gyrados. Uh, wow. <laughs> and it's like... It's, I don't yeah, know how to pronounce it. It's like 800 fucking... 400. Magic carps. No, the, I mean he's on his third one. So oh, oh eight hundred plus magic carps. <laughs> well, you live next to a river, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I mean we that do. kind yeah. of helps. So uh, he's ridiculous. I no, I mean I, 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 yeah, I'm super into it, and it's not. I was definitely because I could tell like Roy's getting a little tired of it and stuff, and other yeah. people are sort of winding down. But I'm, I'm not at all. Like I'm really into it, and I'm going to keep going. Um, I'm like level twenty four now, but um, you Damn. know, in the U S, I was in my hotel. I was in just like there was a. Po- if I had known this ahead of time, I would have actually asked them to change my room. But like, there was a poke, poke stop on one end of the one of one end of the parking lot, yeah. and then a gym on the other end of the parking lot. This is at my hotel, which is yeah. like really cool. My room was right in the middle, just out of reach of both. So like, I wasn't oh, that's able like to get to either. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. So, like, several times, like, I'm up late working and, like, I'm Skyping with Roy or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, hang on, something just appeared. And I, like, go out of my room and go up the hall to, like, find it at the end of the right. hall to, like, try and catch a dude or whatever. Your, your other nickname, by the way, John, was No Sleep Till Tokyo. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, yeah. Because you didn't sleep for Also, you guys can enjoy some cool games next year. But yes. anyway, um, yeah, I think Pokemon's awesome. It was interesting playing it in the U.S. and, like, you know. Did you meet any cool people? Um, No, not really. I mean, I wasn't, so I wasn't in the city. I was in a little bit more of a suburban area and, like, definitely appreciate where I live now because, like, it's yeah. much harder to get items. It's much harder to, like, mm. keep your stock up, like. Um, and, but that said, like, I was getting all different kinds of Pokemon there than I would get here. Like, lots more fighting Pokemon there, and, and like, I, you know, I was basically filled out a chunk of my, my Pokedex there of stuff that I'd never get in Japan, so that was cool. Hmm. And I got the U.S. exclusive, too. Mm. Got that Tauros. But, Tauros. yeah, we'll see. We'll see, like, if they, you know, the, the feature you just talked about sounds really interesting. Yeah. The nearby thing that they added only in San Francisco, apparently, like, needs to come to everyone. I think that will breathe new life in the game. Totally. That system sounds like... Because right now, it's just kind of a shot in the dark. You walk around, and something appears, and that's all you can do. Mm -hmm. Like, being able to, like, go to where the Pikachu is, I wanted to do that. That sounds like fun. Yep. Anyway, so, um, talking about games we won't be playing next year, maybe, who knows, uh, Cabby Games announced a indefinite delay for Below... Um, their, you know, their big dungeon exploring yeah. RPG. Uh, Good for them. Man. Yeah, no, their their reasoning was we uh, uh, studio decided that the game isn't ready. We knew the game was there. We were super proud of it, but we also knew it needed more time to make sure it lives up to our studio standards mm. and the quality you expect from our games. Uh, and and that was uh, Cappy's uh, Nathan. Um, 
saying that. Have there been any death threats since that? No, I mean, I think a lot of people... This game is, you know... Yeah, people just wanted to be right. It's amb- yeah, right, right. This game is ambitious as fuck, and if they get it right, it's going to be amazing. Like, everything they've released, the trailers and mm-hmm. all sorts of things have been incredible so far. Like, this is, like, a huge game, and I really hope they get to where they need it to be, um, and I will be waiting for when it comes out, whenever yeah. it comes yeah, out. Yeah, I don't think an mentality. indefinite delay needs to be something to worry about either. It just means they're not ready to talk about, yeah. like, to give a window. They said they're, yeah. they're going dark, and they will uh, announce a date when they... Um, when yeah, they the damn next, well please. The next yeah. major update will when they are ready to announce mm. a date. So, yeah. but I mean, the thing that I appreciate—I mean, and they're super good friends of ours. I yes. mean, Nathan, th- those guys are like family to us. But like, I mean, the, the thing that I really appreciate, and I'm always wondering why I don't see more of it, and I was really glad to see it, is just the sort of transparency, just being honest with people about what's going on, and like, yeah. you don't like, and and was the rea- the reaction was fine. Like, people didn't freak out. Exactly. Like, people are so afraid of like everyone freaking out. It's like, no, just be honest with people, and they'll actually treat you with respect right yeah. like just be honest with people and release the game that you said you're gonna make yeah <laughs> just like no man's sky and you won't uh you won't get yelled at by mm-hmm. everybody on the fucking well planet. don't go dark either for like yeah. you know a month <laughs> right, but exactly. anyway so um talking about uh mobile gacha games from Gacha to Glory. This is the mobile episode. Gacha to, no, 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 gotcha to, to Glory. Now. Gotcha to Glory. Roy's, Roy's favorite uh, web browser. Yes. Hey, hey. Web browser. Hey, hey. browser game. <laughs> it loads, at least. Yeah, I don't know why, so. but it loads. Uh, Grand Blue Fantasy is getting a couple of games. Uh, one is a, uh, assuming an action RPG uh, right. developed in cooperation with Platinum Games. Yeah. Actually, that was a surprise. Really curious moment yeah. The platinum games they got their they got their fingers in pretty much everything these days. Every pie. Hopefully this is good platinum games. I mean I always hope it's good platinum games. Um mm. not uh Korra platinum games. Uh <laughs> sorry, it's the truth. My kind of theory on this game is like I actually think it might be like Dragon's Dogma online. Where it's like Don't don't no. I mean, I you, you just mean it's a free to play console. To hope for. Well, yeah. I mean like kind of pared down, but I imagine they're going to have some kind of gotcha system, I think, where like you can get. Oh, do you think it's going to be like an, MM- an MMO? Well, maybe. I feel like this is probably just going to be an action RPG. Yeah, I feel like I this mean, is their. Op- this is well, it's. This, I don't know if it's what they're doing, but I think it's their opportunity to expand the IP by like, yeah, basically taking the characters and everything else, but not doing a shitty gotcha thing uh, again. You know what I mean? So do I mean, like maybe a they are. Story driven. Yeah, just like let people know about the franchise, about the things, and give it something really cool mm. on console. I would imagine or PC. Yeah, they didn't announce what they're coming off yeah. for, but I ultimately I, to bring people to the phone game. I mean, that's yeah. ultimately why they do this stuff. You know? I, I like that they're going with this approach. You know, monster strike and uh, uh puzzle and dragons they went with the they 3ds for kids kind of thing yeah, yeah. it's kinda... cool that grand blue is going for kind of a i think their audience is more high school yeah and, makes sense and older um so it's cool that they're going for uh I'm, I'm really happy about this too because the music in grand blue is really good but so many people just played on the you know the train so they don't right. ever actually That's have to true. listen to the music. Yeah. Uh, uh, Grand Blue has really good production values. I yeah. mean, the art is really good. The yeah. music is really good. It's For a lot of ex-Final yeah. Fantasy people. I mean, Uematsu does a lot of the music. Yes. Yeah. Like, or it's... Uematsa. Because <laughs> it's written here. Jewish Uematsu. Uematsa ball soup. Yeah, that's really exciting. Platinum doing anything. I mean, Platinum, you know, 
we love those guys, and yeah. like it, for them to be getting involved with this is pretty freaking cool. But so. I think it's also a way for them to maybe dip their toe because I think it'll be free to play in the end, and maybe as a way for Platinum to dip yeah. their toe into that world. Uh, so I'll do a family chicky bet right now with you guys and say this is going to be a, like you said a free to play kind of PC and PlayStation Four. I think a lot oh. of people do play Grand Blue I, on their PC. That's how I see it because yeah. I don't want it to be that because that that yeah. makes it seem less valuable to me. Like, I understand I don't, that too. I, yeah. There's perceived there's perceived value as a thing, especially in Japan. And like, if you make a platinum game and then you just make it like free to play console thing, to me that just makes it seem like it I don't dilutes know. that kind. Oh, of... Oh, this is like yeah. ad based trash. That's or something. not why you. That's not why you get platinum games. Yeah. Right. Make your game. Anyways. Uh, Anyways. Kind of. Uh, Wait, wasn't there another game though? I thought there, there was. There's a Project Lost Order. It's there. It's like another iOS game. By who? There. It's also platinum games and side games. Oh, but not Grand Blue related. It is Grand Blue. They're both Grand Blue. Really? Yeah. So one is what we assume is a console action RPG, and the other is like an iOS game. Would you like to oh. retract your bet, Daniel? Yes. No yeah. family chickies for anybody. <laughs> no family chickies. <laughs> um, and uh, some kind of surprising news. This happened on the day of that we had a big typhoon while John was in hmm. America. You're like three, uh, man. Yeah. And yeah. Um, during that typhoon, apparently the fucking prime minister of Japan dressed up cosplayed as Mario and showed up in the middle of the Olympics coming out of a goddamn warp pipe. Warp pipe. A warp pipe? A warp pipe. It's <laughs> very, um, very And the reason why we're talking about this at <laughs> all that. That's good. <laughs> is because I don't know if a lot of people know about know this, but Japan doesn't really celebrate video games that much. It's not really... The whole cool, they have this thing called Cool Japan where they are like, you know, uh, embracing Japanese subcultures and stuff like that. It's usually mostly about manga, anime, and pop idols and not so much about video games. So to see Mario kind of up front in the middle of, you know, Japan's, hey, welcome to the Tokyo Olympics is kind of a huge deal. Like, Hmm. over Doraemon, who is like, you know, He's he's like Mickey he's a Mouse cultural in icon. Asia. Yeah, but keep in but, mind too. So I mean, first of all, yeah, I mean, it's awesome that this happened, right? Because like video games getting like uh, you know respect on like the highest level for, yeah. for 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 the world basically, but also with Japan. But keep in mind too, like who works with the Olympic people on their video games, like Nintendo, like Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. They have the license right. to all right. that stuff, so it kind of makes sense that they would like. Do something together with them for That's this. That's so cynical, John. <laughs> but well, cynical. Also, no, I'm not saying that in a bad way. I think it's a good I know, thing. I'm I mean, just saying, it's, like, it's, it's not weird to me that, like, I don't. Th- well, I wouldn't think that it would be like. Also, like, who is a more no- recognizable icon right. around the world from Japan? Doraemon is only popular Pikachu, in, Pikachu. in like, Asia. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit about Doraemon in the West. True, yeah, but true. Pikachu. It would be too hard logistically to dress up like Pikachu. I know, so that's the thing. (laughs) I mean, I just think that it's cool that they put a game up front. I mean, Brazil, they could have gone with Captain Tsubasa, who was also in the intro video. Yeah, no, that was cool. And Um, and, uh, I would say look closely at Mario's 3D model because I bet you that's from, like, the the NX version of Mario. uh, That would be Um, interesting. And uh, I just thought it was really awesome that part of that video was right here in our hometown. Yeah. They have Mario yeah. crossing the crosswalk like that's three right. minutes from where yeah. we're recording this podcast. I go there every single day, and um, that's where Mario was. Which is pretty rad. So yeah. basically um, what they're saying is that 8-4 Towers is at the center of mm-hmm. the world. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So I think it's cool. Tokyo, I hope, hope they use games more and people you know, talk about games. And... and if you haven't played Mario and Sonic at the Rio Olympics for Wii U, yes. it's available now. Sonic, by 8-4. Sonic, surprisingly absent from that video. Yeah, no Sonic oh, yeah. up there. Yeah, right. Sonic's Sonic. actually pretty big in Brazil. So. <laughs> well, he can run there. 
<laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, in other Nintendo-ish news, uh, the aluminum NES is getting a mini version. For those that don't know, the so alum- when you see the aluminum, NES, you're talking about the. Um, it's not called the aluminum NES. You're talking about it the- is. Uh, well, it's the Analog NT, I'm sorry. Yeah, the NT. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Analog is the name of the company, NT. Nice of them to go and announce this, like, five days or whatever after I bought the other... So I, I wanted Analog NT. Analog NT is, like, this, like, super awesome NES... Uh, it's not really a replica. They actually use actual NES guts to yeah. make it. Which is like, why it's, it's so expensive compared to something it like... It was, like, $500 or something, and they only made a really limited amount, yeah. and they didn't make any more, uh, and they weren't going to... And then now, and then someone else announced a, I forgot the name, I wish we had that in the news too, but there's another NES console like the NT that got announced recently hmm. that yeah. that was announced only like a week or two ago that I did jump on day one because I missed the NT and I was like, right. all right, I want this. So well, I, I paid like $200 or something for that. And then they went and five days later announced the NT Mini. Yes, the Analog NT Mini, a new version of the long sold out hardware will be 20, 20% smaller and carry a lower price of $449. Yeah, so that's cool, but I'm not. I'm gonna. I already ordered the other that's thing, so and the other much. thing sounds really good yeah. too. So it's uh, uh it's <laughs> so you know, it's weird because the original was 499, so it's mm. only like a fifty dollar right, difference. That's what I'm yeah. But they said the uh, mini will come with uh, uh, RGB and HDMI outputs, eight, 1080p, 720p, 480p built in. The console will include a wireless, eight bit do uh, Nest 30 controller and a retro receiver compatible with the uh, PS4, PS3, Wii. But does this one have the real NES guts in it? Again, I don't think it does, right? Uh, does they it? don't say that, but mm. I'm I'm sure that's. I mean, that's the whole, that's the whole reason that's so expensive. But uh, apparently, all the extra stuff they're piling in there, they say, is like two hundred dollars in savings. So, you know, mm. it's only fifty dollars left less, but you get. But one you're getting package. a lot more VR support. Yes, um, oh, that would be interesting. Uh, actually, you know, this is in the news, but I saw someone made a. Uh, what is the Microsoft thing? The Hololens. Mm-hmm. There's like an NES emulator for Hololens. Saw that. Where you can it turns like, everything like 3D. Yeah, and you can like see it on your wall and stuff like that. It's cool. Um, Dark Souls Three getting a DLC, two DLCs, two DLCs coming. First one coming on October, called the the Ashes of Ariandel Lapis. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to do that voice. Was uh, that one word? What did you just <laughs> say? No, it's just the Ashes of Ariandel. Okay. Uh, and um, yeah, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know how I'm not really that excited. Like I watched I'm, the trailer and like Dark Souls is so last year. It's all about Neo now. Jamie. Yeah, it's no, all about Neo. Neo is so fucking ugly though. In comparison, it's like no, you're right. See, Dark Souls has like a little bit of like an aesthetic it's going for. But Neo's like, what if everybody's just really Japanese? Yeah, like I, wouldn't that be great? You're so if you racist. walk into a bonsai garden, <laughs> like uh, it. It uh, Neo is very much a PS2 game and a PS4. Wrapping. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, it's going to have ice powers, light-filled boomerangs. Uh, is this the first DLC for Dark Souls This will be the first DLC for Dark Souls 3. It's very interesting. Uh, there's going to be a PvP map called Immortal Competition. Um, if you're into PvP, which I know you are, right? I am. The not competition so much with a K. Um, hmm? Is that competition with a K? That is a C competition. Immortal Competition! competition. <laughs> <laughs> I never really got into Dark Souls 3. I did buy it, but... I just I don't know. I think in the end I'm happy with Dark Test Souls One being like amazing. <laughs> what are you What are you doing? Mortal Kombat. Sub Zero. And yeah, so there's going to be a season pass uh, for twenty four ninety nine, which um, would suggest that they're probably like twenty each. I don't know. 
Probably. I don't know. Like it's coming out in October. I'm gonna be so ready for like the Last Guardian stuff like that mm. at that point. I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna yeah, play. Yeah, and the trailer didn't really do much for me. Like it showed like a little bit of snow, and it's like okay. Yeah. But, so it's know, supposed to. Not... Uh, people are saying it takes place in the painted world. Um, oh really? Well, which could be could be cool. Yeah. Mm. Um. Anyways, uh, painted about... world was one of the coolest levels of Dark Souls. I think. I agree. So. Talking about a game that I'm really excited about. Bringing it back to the Mega Drive, Genesis, Toe Jam and Earl, back in the groove. Uh, got picked up by Adult Swim Games. Um, friend of the show, CJ. CJ is. Uh, this was a Kickstarter, mm. and I, you know, I think it was, it was a Kickstarter when people were kind of just tired of Kickstarters. Uh, it did make the you know it made what it made, but it didn't get a lot of hype. And I think a lot of people were kind of tired of the retro revival stuff. Um, but I had kept tabs on it. And as the development was going, it started to look better and better. And like to the point where it was like, wow, this actually looks like a good Toe Jam and Earl sequel. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I actually tweeted about it. And a few months later, I find out that CJ is producing it and Adult Home awesome. Games is releasing it. And it looks really good. Check out the trailer if you were a fan of the original Toe Jam and Earl, not the uh, Abomination that came out on Xbox or <laughs> Planet Funkatron, which was fun if you were a kid, but it's not the first one. I missed the whole Toe Jam and Earl boat. To me, that was, like, jam. that was another like Earthworm Jim to me. It was like, Big I don't understand Earl. why everybody's so into this series. It looks like crap to me. But that said, Toe Jam, I guess I guess I missed that. Big Earl. I guess I missed that. I played, there was the original game had a like rap mode where you could just mash on buttons and they would just be like toe toe jam toe jam it was good <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> this is what happens when keep Mark's going yeah. <laughs> y'all love yourself some toe jam in our own. um and so the last bit of news before we go into well you know what there's some no man's sky stuff about people getting their returns, returns on like <laughs> i mean it's kind of i don't know I I, you I was know, wondering if we were going to talk. About is this, this one of those things where if you have an opinion about it, you're going to get like attacked or something? Because like I, I don't think know. so, but you know I, I don't know. I might let me just before you even okay. talk about it. Let me give my so wait. I guess just to shed some light on what we're talking about. Sure. What is the basic news here? The basic news is that No Man's Sky came out, and a lot of people were pissed off because it wasn't the game that they were sold by Hello Games, mm-hmm. or at least that's what they they people who what they were promised you mean what they, what they were promised yes. or you know sold via their marketing campaign or, or whatever um, and you know those people who have complaints are and they are entitled to those complaints because there are legit complaints like the missing mm. multiplayer and mm. all the sorts of things like i don't want to i i don't want to say the people who are getting returns are not the if you that's mm, hard to say like if you've played the game for forty hours and you want to return, I think you're, I think you're wrong. Just straight up. Right, right. Um, if you played the game a couple hours or you pre-ordered it and it just like came into your so, whatever. But you haven't said. So what happened is Steam basically. What did they do? They removed the like two hour. Well, minimum. so yes and no. Um, people and and there was like this Reddit thread that details exactly how you should go about getting your game return <laughs> um, because people people thought that Steam was letting people return the game 
outside of what their regular return policy is. But that wasn't the case? That wasn't the case. Okay. And they even added a thing on the page that said the standard Steam refund policy applies to No Man's Sky. Oh, okay. There are no special exemptions available. Click here to find more details about the okay. Steam Okay, well, that's policy. good. I hadn't heard that, but that's, that's um, good to know. But, yeah, like, it's like, I think you definitely should be able to return games because you don't think you got what you were promised or right. not because you thought it was bad or you know whatever but yeah, if you feel you got legitimately like scammed or whatever that's one yeah. thing but i mean to, to if you if it took you 40 hours to figure that out like i don't know i that seems dirty to me yeah. like you got your money's worth whether you liked it or not yeah. if you really want to make a statement don't buy their next game or whatever but like don't go return it like right. at that point i think I, I know I, I mean i think the whole thing is more of a a good jump off point to talk about like hype and pre-orders and you know basically you know know what you're getting into when you're buying a game hmm. like or like you know you don't always have to day one everything exactly maybe, maybe like if you're not sure about a game if a game seems kind of mysterious like no man's sky did maybe right it's a good idea to wait and reviews see. are important like right. you know if you had read the reviews of no man's sky before you bought the game you probably would have known it wasn't the game that you mm. thought it was yeah. at the same time though like with no man's sky there was such a mystique surrounding it that yes. if you're gonna buy it at launch you kind of have to accept that you might be disappointed yeah but exactly. you're also know gonna what you're be getting on the ground level yeah and I think I, that's how i went into it yeah and i told yeah well see i had no expectations and i ended right. up enjoying the game but right. I think, you know, and, and, and this is, there's a definitely a lot of fault that lies on the Hello Games guys because they did a terrible job of explaining the yeah. game. Mm. They have done a terrible job at communicating to fans after the game came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, straight up. Just radio silence. Radio silence. Yeah. Like, what? They, no, don't do that. You need yeah. to be out and talking to people. They did release some patch, some patch notes. So, yeah, there have been, been patches <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> like the, well, and a patch to go along with well, the, yeah, yeah, there's been, really nice. There's been seven patches. The first six <laughs> patches, they didn't say anything. And the seventh one, they're like, here's the patch notes for all those patches, by the way. Yeah. This solves, like, 85% of the technical issues. Now we're going to start doing other stuff. Right. So, yeah. like, I understand you want to keep your head down and fix the game. But you, right. need, to, you need to talk to people. Mm. Or you're going to... Or it's just going to fucking, like, go crazy and end up at this point where you're having a Reddit thread saying shit like, open an actual ticket and get into a contact with a real user. Uh, site sources, site interviews with Sean, oh, YouTube God. articles, links to get a oh, return. God. Like, you need to... <laughs> Like, you need to get out there and talk to people. Mm. As a person who's releasing a product and people yeah. are complaining about it, you need to talk to them. Sure, but to be fair, I mean, well, just just to like not totally lay this all on those guys too. No. Like, it's hard to make games, and it's very hard to like do PR. And like, a lot of people have. Let's face it. Like, I don't know if it's fair to say most, but I will say a lot of game companies have no fucking idea what they're doing when it comes to PR. They're clueless, they're horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like for a guy who's coming up and is this his first game or like it's Second. one of their first like they're they're young. Third. They're not like, you know, like experienced publishers or whatever. Like it's not it's not strange to me that this would happen. It's sad and unfortunate. Right. But like let's not pile on the dude for it. Like hopefully yeah. they'll set shit straight. Like they had everybody wants to make the best game ever. Like everybody sets out to make the best game ever and maybe mm-hmm. it doesn't work out, right? But mm-hmm. I mean I, I just think like, you know, they are an indie dev, not they're a big certainly, team. I'm not saying they're not at fault either. Like, they should sure. definitely be talking more right mm. now, like, you know, and there's things they should be doing. Maybe there's things Sony could have done better, too, to, like, not either pimp the game as much as they did before knowing what it was going to be, or, like, mm. maybe not release it on time. Maybe they should have said, hey, let's wait three right. months and get it. They should have done a copy. Be, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of things that could have gone 
differently to make this work mm-hmm. out in a Yeah, in but a they delayed way. it a month and got death threats. So it's yeah. like they yeah, were but whatever. painted like, in a yeah, corner death from threats. the get-go. That's true. That's you know true. What, though? Who cares? Like, they, that's going to happen to anybody. Like, I don't think that's going to happen to anybody. It probably doesn't happen to Below. But, yeah, I mean, Well, like, yeah, because maybe because they were, like, you know, being open about their situation more, from yeah. the start. That's true. Yeah, and that's, that's you know... Uh, people honesty is the best policy I think I I totally agree I think (laughs) though with regards to No Man's Sky people are just like I mean it's gotten out of hand yeah Yeah. Yeah. well reel it in guys come on Um, so in our last bit of news before we get to the Nintendo Direct uh, Reggie in an interview uh, with a list daily said one of the things that we have to do better when we launch the NX we have to do a better job communicating the positioning for the product. Uh, we have to do a better job helping people to understand its uniqueness and what that means for the game playing experience. Agreed. Uh, I agree, but you know what you need to do first? Explain what the fucking thing is. Well, <laughs> the, you know, though, like, he's right, though, and the thing is, though, is, like, that, that it's not like... I mean, you could say they did a poor job of explaining the Wii U, but yes. the thing is, the Wii U was not that interesting to begin with, and that was the problem. The problem was not how they explained Wii U. The problem was that Wii U was, like, a bad idea. Like, let's just be real, okay? Yeah. And, I, and I'm not, like, I like my Wii U. Actually, I have two Wii Us. And, like, I, I play the shit out of it. I still actually, there's a lot of... I should say, John, you only have two Wii Us. That's right. I only have... No, <laughs> So no. that says more that, than that the fact that That's how bad it was. You no. only bought two systems. No. But, <laughs> but that said, like, there was never anything special about the Wii U the way there was about the Wii, right? Like, like oh, we, we got a... There's a, there's a, you know, like a tablet screen or whatever. It's like, yeah, well, the rest of the world has had tablets for like three years already. This isn't mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Like, And it was like a Fisher-Price tablet. Yeah, it it, exactly. That yeah. But that said, like, you know, yeah, if the, if the, Wii, if the NX has that thing and, you know... And we don't know. We don't. We've said this before, but like we, I don't know what the secret thing of the NX is. I only can speculate. But I know people who do know, and like the people who do know seem genuinely more interested in it than they did the Wii U. And like that, to me, is like at least a, a yeah. thing to be, you know, hopeful about. So, I I hope I hope it's good. You know, it's one of those things where. Yeah, I just want to. I just want to see the fucking thing. Well, JJ, right, you right. won't have to wait much longer because it's. Probably going to get announced in the next month, right? I, I mean, hope that's so. All, it needs just, to. My, 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 all signs point to, like, historically speaking, all signs point to, like, September being a month when Nintendo talks about things. Like, yes. it makes sense for them to announce it. My dream is that it gets announced the before the next podcast. <laughs> I don't I, know. And the people that. we have on the podcast. That would be good. Next episode, get yeah. to talk. We got about some it. good guests. I mean, you guys know what it's like every yeah. year when TGS rolls mm-hmm. around. But this year is going to be a good one. We got a we got a good one lined up. Um, but yeah, anyway, so uh, the NX man, just announce it. Just announce it. I'm tired of seeing the, all the crazy rumors and blah blah blah, and just want to see the damn thing already. Yeah, yeah it's it's I, I it's definitely. It's getting close. It has to be getting close because be the close. the level of the of the you know in Japan you know you 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 hear things a lot over the over the course of like you know a rumor cycle and yeah. like you know you can kind of tell when some things are like legit and some things are not. Right. I feel like things are coming together. They're starting mm. to make sense. So like I feel like we're getting close. We're gonna hear we're getting close things soon. But enough about that. What's gonna what's gonna happen in this direct uh, that yes. we're gonna be talking about Make in ten pre- minutes? We're, we're making yes. predictions, and they will be debunked as soon as this is over. <laughs> I think I, I predicted something already, right? What did I say was gonna be on this? Uh, 
that the, oh, Ever Oasis. Yeah, Ever Oasis. That's almost my reaction. Okay. Okay. Almost that's certainly. I think that's 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 is the it safest. safe? No, and that why is, is that safe? Because it was at E3. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> they, they didn't like, say anything about Japan. Well, we didn't we didn't say make uh, predictions that are like outlandish. We just said predictions, yeah, right? Well, I think right. that's everybody. Calm down. Okay. They, they have Whatever. okay. Let's so let's to to start real quick. They said that this is about the 3DS lineup for the rest of the year right. in Japan, right? So that's not much longer. Well, that's three months from now. So. <laughs> Uh, there's not a whole lot more time to go. So with that in mind, it might not be that, but who knows? But like to me, there's not a lot of other 3DS stuff that Japan doesn't know about yet, unless it's completely unannounced. Right. In which case, we can't. I, I, it. I can I can only assume that they will focus mostly on the stuff that's coming out this year, but also have a couple surprises. Yeah. Yes. And I should say, we're I'm personally thinking about the Japanese direct. Like I know yes. in the West, there's going to be probably different things. Like one thing I think will be big here is probably Monster Hunter stories, right? Right. Because it's out soon. We it's got. Like, I, October. I, October. I I am predicting we see Monster Hunter Cross G. I really I hope it's so. Too soon. It's, it's I, gotta. I don't. Nope. For Japan. I I will. I'll I'll fam ticky that now and say no way. And here's why: because there's no way they're going to show two Monster Hunters in exactly. one direct. And and stories is they, not they out done yet. That before yeah. stories first, no, and then no way. The they kicker are, they is are totally aren't they different markets no. though? The two games. No, no, not that different. They there's are. Still, there's still a big chunk of that is just like people who like freaking furry little cats doing weird shit like I'm telling you <laughs> Monster you Hunter right? Story I'm calling it right now <laughs> Monster Hunter Stories will be on this but not well obviously Monster Hunter Stories definitely comes out this so year, just no so. cross yeah. G no think, cross G I'm saying no cross G I'll fami chick it I'm not gonna fami chick it I'll just say that I'm hopeful I'm okay. hopeful do you, do, you, do you think they announced the announce the announcement for the NX they, they said, said 3D, they, they said 3DS no. exclusive they said they weren't right? going to say anything about NX but I don't think this is the like place for that like yeah. look forward to this day for yeah. our announcement uh, they, I, don't I think can they almost that. see them just sliding it in there like it's they no did, big they I did would it give, for the last Smash Direct that's true yeah but that was another Direct I would give that a 10% thing and here's why because the 10%. NX announcement is and again this could be you know times change in 10 seconds this it is could all be different sound really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Well, that's, I love it yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true I guess it's probably pretty boring for listeners who already know everything's happening <laughs> yeah. well it's fun to hear how stupid yeah. or correct we you are just please pay attention if I every, write down everything I was right about uh, no I will say that uh, you know to me the NX is not something that you announce on a direct the NX is something that you have a like a proper press conference type thing in Japan, like a media thing, mm. you know, like they do in the past. They like with 3DS, like yeah. there was a proper release. There was a fax, and there's well, that okay. To be fair, that was because a newspaper was going to leak yeah. it, and so they had to rush it. But I mean, I think there's going to be like a proper like event where they show the thing, and you know, the president comes out and does his thing or whatever. It's not going to be like a that dude standing sense. in front of a camera with some That's stuffed true. animals doing a direct. Especially That's given true. given that Reggie quote, they they clearly know that they need to be very right. careful about how they. Yeah. So I would say no NX anything. But I will give. I will leave like ten percent. I will say there's like ten percent chance of them to just like surprise us. But I really doubt it. All right. Yeah. Um. Just a what totally Nintendo a, a Nintendo Direct. Um. I I I think we'll see. Uh. Well, no. I guess we won't see any of the mobile. No. No. Oh, you're right. They yeah. said. They said. Like they clarified. They went out of their way to say no mobile and no NX in there. That's so weird. Those games are supposed to be launching this month, right? Yeah, we're probably get their own. Well, no, no this Animal year, this, this, this fall. Month. Oh well, then I guess That's maybe something Animal close. Crossing related. Well, so they did mention uh, like a, like a month ago about that update coming to New yeah. Leaf. Ah, uh, right. About the Amiibo support. 
So I think that, that'll be in there. That's a good call. That yeah. could that could be something they just release. And then they'll be right like, and by the, the way, there's some more amiibos for you to buy. You well, suckers. yeah, the Animal Crossing ones have not sold. At um, all. Okay, really? well, yeah. so on, I, we need we need more like outlandish, uh, crazy ideas. Though, what, what's some cool shit that's going to get announced? Um, Doesn't anybody um, have anything? Well, so hmm. Detective Pikachu for the West seems like a pretty safe bet. At least you think so? Announcing a localization after you've got to do that eventually with right? Danny well, DeVito. I don't. I don't well, know. What I have, by they, have, they have the movie coming out now. Now's like a good that's, time. it's been acquired. You know, so. that, that's hot. a good. That's a. To me, that's like a good prediction. Except, and not to be the Mister Downer, I'm not gonna be Debbie Downer here. But um, Pokemon stuff typically gets their own directs. Like they're kind of like on the special mm. plateau of like. But this is like a side story. Yeah. I. Po- yeah. I mean, Detective Pikachu was announced for Japan in a direct. Okay. Okay. True. Lay it down, Dermot. That would be very cool. I like that. I like that prediction. I will give that a like a much more probability, a uh, high probability than the most. Give, give me a percent. I would give you like a honestly like sixty percent. Oh man. And the reason the reason it's not higher is because there's a, they announced that they're doing a movie, right? Yeah. And so it does make sense to me for them to wait until the movie's closer to release to actually release this game. Right. I'm not saying they're going to release it. I'm saying they just announced that it's coming because yeah, people have been asking for it. Yeah. But I the movie's Anyways. far off. So. All right, guys. We'll I think people are probably bored to death. That's uh, it? Nothing talk. else? Whoa, you guys, uh, I was all uh, expecting uh, all these uh, great yeah, predictions. Got, I, I there's not, I mean, like, no NX, no mobile. It just it's seems... Gonna, yeah, it I has think, to come out this year. So I, I was going to say, what about Splatoon for 3DS. Yo-Kai but that's just Watch? What's the Yo-Kai Watch? Splatoon for 3DS. That's interesting. But this comes out this month. I'd love to, yeah. Okay, comes out this month where? In America. The Western ones will probably show some Yo-Kai Watch with the silly names that they have for the second one. I forgot them already. What I'm really pulling for, though, is, like, a big release of SNES games on new 3DS. Like, I, I like want that. them to beef up this, the virtual, oh, console. virtual console. One, one, yeah. one, one person on Gaff mentioned a NES remix. That would be an SNES remix. SNES remix. That, that would, would be, be cool. rad as hell. Mm. I want to see So that. no no Mother 3 at this... Uh, I don't think that's ever going to happen. <laughs> no, it, it's going to happen. I, that's I, never going to happen. happen. I believe, JJ. I, I, I believe. I believe. I will are you saying you believe for this event or just in general? I just believe someday. I don't necessarily believe for this event. In general. I'm going to say this event. In hour. I have given up all hope for Mother 3. I just Man. don't think it's going to happen. You're going to see a new cold sept game in the West before you see Mother Three. In the that's West. something that could also come out. I think, I think that will. I think actually, I wouldn't be surprised to see Cold Sept that could at be sprinkled the in the Western one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a solid game. Sixty-five percent. Maybe a new Alice game, uh, huh? Strange Journey Two. Maybe. Calling it right now. All right. All right. The events already happened, guys. <laughs> it hasn't. 3DS VR adapter. Yes. Oh, All right. Goggles. Yeah. We're going to cut to the, <laughs> the discussion about the Nintendo actual Nintendo Direct right now. So we'll be back in just a second. See you soon. the future ah, what a trip <laughs> what a wonderful what a journey it was yeah it you know a lot has happened since 30 seconds ago <laughs> um obviously a lot of the things we just said were proven wrong um <laughs> though i think a couple we got a couple of things right at least uh john your um my safe my safe uh safe predictions bet. were were yeah. good right i think ever oasis and what was the other one <laughs> i know it was only 30 seconds for you only, guys but it was a long time ago for us i have a brain like a hamster i can't remember what just <laughs> happened 30 seconds ago. um um but uh did did anybody predict uh mario maker 
Like on the podcast? On the podcast, no, but... Because I know right after the podcast, somebody yeah. brought it up. Was yeah. it you? Yes. After I, as I was leaving the office, I was like, oh, Super Mario 3DS. And I was like, no, nah, they'll never do that because they're going to focus on an NX version if yeah. they're going to do anything. And then, sure enough, there it was. There it was. <laughs> um, so why don't we like talk about actually what happened... At the Direct. Um, we're going to so go... For the few of you who don't know what we're talking about, there was yes. a Nintendo Direct last night. Yes. Uh, last night, our time. I guess this morning... What was it? Friday morning? Thursday it, it morning? Thursday morning, Thursday America. Morning, yeah. Thursday afternoon, Europe. Thursday right. evening, Japan time. Yes. 40-something minute long. 40 minute long. 3DS focused uh, Direct. Um, and we're going to go in order of the American version of the Direct, but yes. we'll fill it in with uh, some of the Japanese exclusive stuff. Jeremy and I were out last night and we were like watching it like live, like on our phone while we're like oh, right. collecting money for the bill at, at our company. <laughs> like basically like trying to like get people to pay before they leave while also like watching the doesn't that thing. Doesn't that like kill your data plan? Uh, Hopefully not. It was worth it. You know, you guys got to pay for Wi-Fi in Otaru. Uh, pay for Wi-Fi? Yeah, make them like install a Wi-Fi box. Oh, it's fine. It was a, we we watched the whole thing. Dermot watched the American, American one, and I yeah. watched the Japanese one. Okay. So we kind of had our eyes on. I only watched the Japanese. Whenever they do this, I only watch the Japanese one, and I hate following along on Twitter because spoilers. I know. During the middle, there. yeah, it's like they didn't announce the new Super Mario Brothers for uh, Maker for 3DS until the like last. Tail Ten minutes of the Japan yeah. one, right? yeah. so I'd already been spoiled. But anyways, okay, so let's anyway. talk about things in order. They started out with Pokemon Sun and Moon uh, with the Alolan uh, versions of monsters, specifically the Alolan Rattata. It means no worries to the end of your days. <laughs> <laughs> it got me thinking. Like these are like subspecies uh, yeah. from Monster Hunter. They like, are, I don't I'm know sure. why I didn't think of that before, yeah. but like that's basically what these are. They're just like variants. That's such a cool idea. It is I'm a really doing, good idea. Well, it makes total sense because it's a totally different island. Of course, mm. the Pokemon would be a little bit different there. So, are the normal ones there too, though? Like, can you get that like? It's unclear. They haven't shown like the like standard these, versions of a Pokemon doubt it. yet. But yeah. these ones are are they new numbers or are they the old numbers? No, still? it's the same. Really? Yeah, because you can have like like a normal Pikachu evolves into an Alolan Raichu in this game, mm. so the That's, numbering isn't going to change. It's, That's weird, though, isn't it? It's it crazy is weird. Because, like, there's so many layers now. Like, you had the original Pokemon, right? Yeah. Then they gave them, like, different colors. And they gave them small changes to their appearance based on their gender. And now they have a, a change to their appearance based on where they're from. So mm. it's like... Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, really is, filling out, like, the Pokemon world. Like, the story they gave for the Rattata yeah, was yeah. that, like, they were an invasive species. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they introduced one of the it's, new these, Pokemon like, young goose to, like, yeah. fight them off. And then Rattata became nocturnal. Did you just say Yungu? The Yungu. Is that that's, like, that's, that's the one that's that looked like, like Donald Trump. Called. How do you spell that? It's Y U N G O O S. Okay, because I thought you were like saying like a like a like a the white you know waifu or something like that like Yungu. <laughs> <Okay. or, laughs> I never heard that before. I don't know. I don't follow Pokemon that much. Yeah. Um, I think it looks really good. I'm yeah. super excited to play it, and I think like mm-hmm. the fact that they're doing that subspecies thing makes it way more interesting because you kind of like you get the nostalgia from the older ones, right. like yeah. but you still feel like you're playing something right. New. Totally. Yeah. I and so far, no sign of mega evolutions yet, right? Which right. is, which yeah. is good. I mean, they have the Z moves, but it's not quite mega evolutions. Yeah. Yeah, I, can't, it I is, don't like those things. I it's interesting like that all of the Alolan variations are the original 150 so far. They're mm. really oh, that's tapping true, into huh? That. Mm-hmm. Huh. They're probably playing on the Pokemon Go. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I fame. you'd be stupid not to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so cool. after, so they showed that that's coming out in November. After that, they showed one of the bigger surprises: the su- new uh, Super Mario Maker for Nintendo 3DS. 
comes with 100 Nintendo design levels. You can play Wii U design levels, but it seems levels can only be shared locally or via Street Pass. That's kind of a bummer. So no online? No online sharing of your levels. Hmm. Yeah, it, it's kind of unclear, but I went back and watched it a couple times, and the wording was that instead of being able to upload your levels, they're focusing on The Japanese, they pass. made it specifically like... You cannot upload your levels. Oh yeah, to the well there you internet. go. See, that's that's that makes sense in Japan, where like you're gonna walk by yeah, somebody right. every ten minutes who has the game, and you can do the street pass thing. But you're not gonna get that in the West. Well, so yeah, in the I mean, English for, or the American version, they spun it like we're trying to encourage people to get together locally. Right. Yeah, and that's it's like, like what no, happened with Monster Strike. Yeah. yeah, we all know how that works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it seems like there's like a, a renewed. Th- like street pass push and we're gonna get there yeah but yeah that that okay well we'll talk about that in a second yeah. i think i mean why can't we just have both i don't know it's not but weird. that said it's still i mean it's still really great that oh, this yeah so cool. yes. like i'll actually play it way more now because it's going to be on a handheld like it's definitely of, and it's definitely i think uh, this kind of a theme of the whole presentation is that it's very much probably geared more toward towards kids mm-hmm. um and i say this because uh, on the Japanese stream, they announced the Nintendo 2DS was finally coming here. They did, yeah. For real. Uh, Wait, it's never, it hasn't come out No, yet. it came out the, via the Pokemon uh, like, the bundle? retro bundle. There was like whatever. Pokemon Special Edition only. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had like the red, blue, yellow, and green okay. versions. And, but oh. now they, they're releasing the Nintendo 2DS here. Comes out for 9,800 yen, under $100. Mm, yeah. Comes with the AC adapter. Yeah. Which is, I mean, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Uh, and um, the commercial for it features nothing but five-year-olds. Like, huh. it's very much your first video game system. They actually say, it's my first video game system, like, in Japanese and yeah. in the advertising. Wow. Yeah. They're basically saying, it's your first thing. Exactly. Yeah. You're, you're, you're graduating from your stupid little phone games, <laughs> playing some real games for you're say You're graduating from your stupid little kindergarten. Right, and so, like, to have <laughs> Super Mario Maker for 3DS, if I'm a parent, and, like, I want my kid to... I, I'm like, don't want him to be playing video games, but, oh, there's this one that lets him be creative. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of what that's... Yeah, I think, I think that's what that's there for. I hadn't thought of that, but I I guess I'll buy that. Like, it does seem like that was a theme. Like, I thought the theme of this this Direct, which will, I guess, make more sense as we get on with this, is, like, the fu- it was like a funeral for the Wii U. Is like, yes. basically, like, <laughs> here's all the stuff that didn't sell on Wii U, or it yeah. as well as it should have, because of... Not because... Just because the mark, their user base wasn't there, yeah. we're going to bring it all to 3DS now and give it a chance to actually shine. You know, yeah. That's kind of what it felt like to me. Yeah. Right. yeah. So um, after that, they announced uh, Mario Party Star Rush, which actually looks pretty good. Is this a new one? I can't keep track of It's a new one. They didn't okay. announce it, but they showed off more games. That's right. For it, they, yeah. they had it at E3, and it looked okay, good there, yeah. and it still looks good. Um, and then they talked about the Animal Crossing New Leaf Amiibo uh, update, which Dermot, you called. I'm super um, excited for that. Uh, and, they, and they announced <laughs> another thing. That I uh, sort of called, but not really. <laughs> uh, they announced a Animal Crossing Direct coming November second. Mm, that's right. pretty cool. November second for Japan, Japan, but they didn't say when it's going to happen in the West. Yeah. So here's a question. First of all, Roy, you're like the Animal Crossing like guru here, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Is this actually going to be make the game worth playing again, or are you going to like turn it on for like a day and be like, oh, that's cool, and then turn it off again forever? Like, well, I think it appeals to like people who want to collect everything in the game right. because it's. So is it going to be a bunch of new items then, or it's new new items and new characters? Mm-hmm. So like, uh, what what this is actually adding is like a an RV park where if yeah. you scan like an amiibo card, one of these new fifty cards mm-hmm. 
then the RV of that that critter will come to the RV. Is it literally yeah. an RV, or are you? Yeah, just it's, like a it's a mobile home. home. Yeah, that's, that's their house. I, I, really cool. I hope I hope there's like a critter that's like a doomsday prepper. <laughs> <laughs> he talks about his bug bag all the time. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. But that's a really cool idea. Yeah. So so it's it's not just like you know it, it's basically gonna do like. It's sort of like adding like another island or something. Is that kind the idea? Basically, well, like another like sort of thing you can do on the side from the normal game. Kind of. It's like you can if you get a card of a of a critter you like, you could scan it and then you can invite them to your town. Is that the only and way to get can, them? No, because like the card thing doesn't appeal to me. I yeah. think the card is the only way. Only, yeah. yeah, it's all amiibo focused. Those are new so ones. Those, those are like the new, new animals that they're yeah. adding. Yeah. But you can also get some of their their uh, furniture that's in their little mobile home, and mm. a lot of that is from Happy Home Academy. So it's like new stuff that like okay. kind of looks a little cooler, a little more. You know, up to date, modern. Interesting. Um, but uh, I think you can also do regular amiibo stuff, like the the cards from Happy Home Academy, yeah, and regular amiibos. And I think that just makes whoever it is like visit your house. I'm not totally sure on that. It's not related to the the mobile homes. That's all I know. Yeah. I better go like pull up all my weeds and kill all my roaches. I mean, it's been so long. It's yeah, been like a, I mean, I played it religiously when it came out, yeah, but I stopped after like three months. I know you kept going for a while. Yeah, yeah. I mean, cool. they're they're really pushing that game again. Even though like it came out in 2013, but it mm. did just get the price cut to twenty dollars, and they're yeah. releasing that new version. That's like called um, like Welcome Amiibo, right? That's right. It's got yeah. the, yeah. the all-in-one. It's like yeah. the Game of the Year it, edition. It, come, it comes with a uh, one of your trailer park cards. Yeah, you know, you know why this is. <laughs> that just sounds so silly. <laughs> you know why they're doing this, right? I mean, obviously the cell phone yes. version is coming out like right. supposedly wonder, this year, right? Yeah. There's got to be some connection between that and New Leaf, Maybe. like. I'm sure, like it will. We'll probably hear about it during the direct. I'm guessing. Yeah, actually, maybe that's a maybe that's a hint as to when the game's coming out. Maybe the mobile game will come out that day. Yeah. Oh man, that would be cool. Yeah. Um. So after that, uh, this was kind of the big, the bigger surprise for me. They updated Street Pass. Yeah. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. Um. Uh. Well, Street the Street Pass Hiroba. What do they call it in Plaza? The Plaza, um, allowing premium users. Which I had totally forgotten that, that that was a thing. I still don't believe this exists. I don't know. I I, I, I never became a premium member, but I, I don't have an option not to be one, um, so I don't know. They uh, now allow you to queue up to 100 Street Past Mies at a time. Thank where God. it used to be 10, now it's 100. Uh, they sped everything up like by a billion. Yeah, you can move to like a quick version of the plaza... And then, like, kind of get like a streamlined version of the experience yeah. to like yeah. move through stuff. That should faster. just ha- be how it is. Yeah. Yeah, but there is. I mean, if you're if you're like a kid and you have like actual time, like you would, it's fun to read what people actual are playing time. and see stuff, and they can leave their own comments and things like that. Like that stuff is kind of interesting. Sure. Yeah. And you skip all that if you do the quick version. It's just like I'm Joe from here. Boom. I'm you know whatever. Here's your shit. Get right. out of my way. <laughs> it's <laughs> perfect That's because Pax Prime or Pax One. Yeah, it's good timing. Oh, about that to is a, that like, is true. This is very good timing. Yeah, very good timing. And they also announced uh, five new Street Pass games, uh, the titles of which are not on here, but there was like... Uh, slot Car Racers was one of them. Slot Car, and, like, a Ninja, stock market thing. Stark, I think it's called Trader, like, you know, like Stock Trader or whatever. Um, market there, Crashers, I think it was called, yeah, or something like that. Something like that. Well, there's five of them. Two of them you can get for free. I yes. believe it's Slot Car. And you can get one of those two. For oh, free. I see. Yeah, you, you pick you, either you stock, the Slot yeah. Car game or the Stock Market game. You can pick one of the two. I kind of want the Stock And then buy the rest game. for a bundle. You should get it because I'm going to get the Slot Car one and then we can compare. Well, then we can't play together. <laughs> well, we can, <laughs> I guess that's true. I'll probably end up. I don't think I'm going to buy the other ones. Like, no. I had a really good time with the previous games, but like it was, eff- it was a lot of work. Yeah. yeah. But 
I am super stoked about the hundred people in the because I still collect puzzle pieces and I had to start over because yeah. when my 3ds got busted, oh no! And I sent it to Nintendo. They sent it back to me with like everything intact except my Street Pass Plaza. That sucks. Um, so, um, I and I, I noticed that in the update too. I don't know if you if you do the puzzle piece thing, but like you can get multiple pieces at once now. Like I got like chose one dude's block and it suddenly it gave me nine at once. That's like so, up. they're giving you like they're trying to fill up your puzzle pieces faster now. Yeah, which is good. I, I like the little little quality of life stuff they are adding, but I kind of feel like. This is an update we should have had years yeah, ago. Yeah, for real. Like we've only had ten yeah. people you could street pass with at a time. And and like, like I think it's it's more obvious now that you know we live in a world with mobile games updating mm-hmm. weekly, monthly mm-hmm. stuff like that. That I mean, it's cool that they're doing it. But I hopefully this means that they will continue to update it more regularly. Yeah, I still we've said it a million times over the years, but I still think Street Pass is like an amazing thing that they added, and it just baffles me that no one else has really like copied it much since. Yeah. But I do think like whatever NX is, be, look for some evolution of Street Pass, like for sure. Like they're not going to just like that was mm-hmm. too good of an idea to sort yeah, of throw away. I agree. I hope um, so. Unless it moves to mobile. Well, we'll see. Street. So uh, next they showed uh, a new game, Tank Troopers. Looks kind of cool. Yeah, it looks really cool. Wouldn't it be cooler if it was Metroid Tank Troopers? <laughs> I was thinking Advance Wars Tank Troopers yeah, myself. Yeah, man, it gave me Advance Wars vibes. That is know. very true. And the character designs are very Advance Wars-ish looking. Yeah, um, I'm curious who developed Because they didn't say who's the de- who the developer is, I'm right? guessing it's Vitae. Um, because what? they haven't made a game in a while. They work on <laughs> Nintendo published stuff. Well, that's totally, but there's no nothing behind that, right? It's purely a guess. Just purely so purely know, a but guess, but it just I just kind of feel like sure. probably that. It'd be cool if it was... Uh, I mean, we'll know pretty soon because it comes out this winter, apparently. Okay. It'd be cool if it was Intelligent Systems, but... Anyway, uh, yeah, it looks interesting. Kind yeah, of a tank it, combat game. Right, it's like it's almost like a... Local uh, six-player... Overwatch with tanks. Yeah, it, looked, it reminded yeah. me a little bit of Splatoon, even. Like, the, yeah. vi- the, vi- the visual kind of, you know, sort of colorful, cartoony... Right. Yeah, um, and that paintball. Yeah. Yeah. It, I really... It seemed like this should have been a console game, but because of the Wii U... Yeah, <laughs> maybe. It became... Maybe. A, yeah. Um, it looks like it might be a free to play game though too, like one like an, another be. one of the experiments. Could mm. be. Um, then they announced uh, for the West Picross 3D Round Two. We've talked about it on this podcast before. It's a great game. Go out and buy it right mm. now. It's out right now. So just there's, download there's it. There's a demo if there's you want to try it first. You're gonna you're gonna get hooked. Just yeah. play it. Uh, Nindy's Summer Jam. They talked about some indie games. Uh, they announced the new Zelda Amiibo line uh, yes. with the 8-bit Link, Ocarina of Time Link. And then the Wind Waker double pack with Link and Zelda. All look really great. All compatible with Breath of the Wild. Maybe I pre-ordered all four of them. Like I wonder if ago. that means... <laughs> so if, if the Wolf Amiibo allows Wolf Link to like follow you around, mm-hmm. does that mean that 8-Bit Link could potentially just be walking around with you? <laughs> I, that I, would be so fucking cool. That doesn't make sense story-wise, <laughs> though. What if you could play as 8-Bit Link? Maybe or like maybe you could like unlock, you know, the for the old first Zelda game or so. I don't know, who knows. There's probably some cool stuff. It oh. could like just change the music maybe. Yeah, they could yeah, they could change the sound. A lot of things be they awesome. could do. But um yeah, I think that would be really awesome. Uh and then uh, now you can purchase Skyward Swords it's on the Wii U shop. It's like a, it's yeah, like another one of those Wii. emulated Wii games. Yeah. It's, no, I mean it's just that you get the Wii version and can play it on Wii U basically. It's it's, right, it's not even emulated. I mean, right? I mean, Wii Wii games run on Wii U, so. Yeah. Um, 
Right. Yeah. yeah I, okay. That's right. They did the little thing that you can just play it from the Wii U yep. menu. Um, yep. Right. I still. I know that game had its problems, and I know Mark like likes to hate on like how hard, mm. how shitty the beginning was. But I still really, really like that game. Yeah. And I mean, I was really disappointed with its problems, but I still think on like the big picture, like it was really worth playing. Very cool story. Very cool world. Like Some people should mm-hmm. play Dungeon through that game if you haven't already. Um, and Hyrule Warriors Legends gets a new update, whatever. <laughs> uh, on the American stream, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. It's out soon. Two Dragon Quests, seven and eight. So, quickly with that, though, they quietly delayed Dragon Quest eight to 2017. Yep. In that direct. Because it, it was slated for this year, like, to be determined. Yeah. yeah. Totally makes sense, though. I mean, seven's just coming out now. You're not yeah. going to, like, rush eight out two months later. Seven takes, like, nine months to beat yeah, anyway. Totally. So it's like, you you're know, gonna, I don't think that's that bad time. news. I think that's totally good news. Let them, you know, put the spotlight on seven for a little while. Yeah, I agree. It's just notable. Yeah. Wow. I am really looking forward to that, by the way, though, because like I actually eight is the only Dragon Quest I never finished. What? Um, That's the only ha- Dragon Quest I've ever finished. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I got like you know halfway through it, and I think like stuff came up, and so I'm I'm really excited to have it on 3ds and just finally be able to finish it. My response to that is core blimey. <laughs> um, man, I'm looking at this. I like I only watched the Japanese one, but the American one was kind of abysmal. Disney Magic World Two Sonic Boom Fice and okay. I, uh, Fire and Ice Sonic Boom that actually looks kind of good. Nah, I'm a big what? Sonic fan, and the, the the last Sonic Boom game was not good, and this one looks a little better. Maybe you know how we feel about Sonic on this podcast. <laughs> let's just let's just move on. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei Four Apocalypse coming out September twentieth. That looks really Dermot's good. Birthday, Dermot. You're another September kid, huh? That's right. I'm September twenty fifth. I think Mark's twenty six, maybe yeah. or something. Yeah, wow. a lot of September, not a lot of New Year's kids here. A lot um, of Christmas. <laughs> Bump and grind. I always think it's like New Year's because New Year's everybody gets drunk and well, yeah. sure. one thing leads to another. <laughs> uh, and they announced uh, Poochie and Yoshi's Whirly World. Yeah, for the 3DS. naming is so weird. Poochie. on Poochie is Poochie a thing? Poochie's I had never dog, heard. Yeah. Yeah. He's come. He's yeah, come back from like way back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, come what, back from outer space. What was he originally? <laughs> was he like Mario's dog? I don't know anything. He was in Yoshi's Island, wasn't he? I believe so. Poochie's in Yoshi's Island. He was also the famous character from the simpsons oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyways but that was that was one where i was like oh i mean that looks great and i and it's actually a really good game so i'm mm. glad but i do it, i don't think that would have happened if, if it sold like gangbusters no right i was I like agree. well we did all this work to make this beautiful awesome game like we need to get it to a big yeah. audience and i think know? this is another one of those like kid initiative mm. sort of sure. games um and they're then, really setting up 3ds though to be like this like i mean if you buy a 3ds now like you have endless amounts of oh like triple A yeah. games to play. Like, there's such a yeah. good library on that system. You know, it's funny. Like, as I was watching this, I kind of started to think like it doesn't seem like they're going to be killing the 3ds off anytime. No, soon. I don't no. think so. I mean, yeah, obviously, like, like, like in like, fact, I feel like they're like relaunching it almost. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It seems like NX is like your console that you know has portable aspects to it, but your handheld is your 3ds. Right. So, I, I think. I think. I think what we're gonna see maybe with the NX is that it is very much a console experience. You can take it out if you want, but they're not going to be advertising it as like a, you know, replacement put for it 3ds. In your pocket yeah. and walk out. And do At stuff. the same time, though, they're kind of priming con- like the consumers to be prepared for console quality experiences on the go. Putting Mario Maker and Yoshi's Woolly World on there. Yeah. Well, it could it could just be that 3ds is now the kid system, and then the Wii U or the uh, NX is the, the you know the yeah. adult yeah. everyone's console slash handheld who knows let's see um mario sport superstars this was exciting comes with soccer tennis golf and horse racing and baseball (laughs) and baseball 
Um, that looks really good. When was good. the last time they had a baseball? They, they haven't had a Mario baseball, have they? Yeah, they did. They, they had did one on GameCube, GameCube and GameCube. on Wii. Yeah. Okay, okay. It's been a while, but horse racing is an odd choice. Yeah. It looks really good, though. I really want to know who's making this, too, because like it's a little odd to me that there's like already a Mario Golf and a Mario Tennis, right? Like, yeah. in existence. Yeah. And now they're putting that, both of them, and three other things into one game. But, but it also kind of explains why the last Mario Tennis and... Uh, what was the other one that, that came out recently that got panned? Or is it just tennis? I think it, I think Mario it was tennis. tennis. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it probably explains why that wasn't very so well good. Yeah, but Maybe. I mean, you know, I think I'm always surprised there aren't more good, like just sort of um, generics. Not the word I want. Like like standard arcade sports games. Like I don't mm, want like yeah. some crazy rockets and shit. I mean, like just it's sports. It's normal, but it's like meant to be arcade like. It's yeah. meant yeah. to be fun. Like, and that's what this looked like to me. So it looked really good. Totally. Yeah. I, I, I want a return of like Neo Geo style sports games. Yeah, exactly. Baseball stars or yeah, like whatever. Dude. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they went out of their way to make to like communicate that Neo these Turf games Masters. are all. What? Sorry, Neo Turf <laughs> Masters. Yeah, yeah. Ultimate Which is on Eleven iPhone now, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Oh, dude, that's, I gotta get that. Actually. By the way, like, just uh, sorry to cut you off there, Dermot, no, but like okay. one other thing that reminds me too is like, where are the pro wrestling games? I still want like classic <laughs> right? pro wrestling games. I don't need like WWE or like whatever. Like, is the pro- I just well, want like an arcade. So that's kind of the problem game. is like you can't make a wrestling game without the WWE license because why not though? We did it for years and it was. I know, fun, and I, mean, I agree. And like, bring back Starman. Exactly. I think someone should take Saturday Night Slam Masters and yeah. like update that shit and make it really cool. Don't put Ono on it because the dude's uh, <laughs> like got some weird thing for naked girls in his games. But um, yeah, bring back some like goofy wrestling games. I hope somebody's on that because that would be really cool. Totally. Anyway. Anyways, sorry. Uh, so and then they talked about Ever Oasis. Mm. Um, looks really good. Really good pedigree. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. That dude, like, directed the first three Final Fantasy games. He, like, made Secret of Mana. Like, mm-hmm. he's, like, you know... I mean, not to say that it all depends on this one guy, but, I mean, Grezzo are the guys who made the remakes of Ocarina and Majora. Yeah. And, like, you know, they're yeah, good people. I feel like it's going to be a good game. I think this is, like, a very understated game, but I think it could be something pretty good. Mm. Some Something pretty great. Even. It looks nice. Um, and then uh, they announced Pikmin. Yep. Yeah. What's that called, by the way? Pikmin. Pikmin. Yeah, just Pikmin. It's, it's, not, it's not, not final. final yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That uh, was out of nowhere. I wonder. I bet you that's the. Remember how like a few months ago, like they leaked Miyamoto, like leaked like Pikmin Four's done or something or whatever. Yeah. Like I bet that's what he was uh, talking about. This. So this I is an. Not. This is another like. I, this must be Pikmin for kids. Like this is my like. This is a kids game. Like mm-hmm. you know, sensor went off when I saw this, but it also seemed like this should totally be an iPhone game. Like mm-hmm. it, it's it very okay. much looks like a game that you could play on an iPhone or a, so. What is it? It's basically like a side scrolling, yeah, side scrolling, like almost. I look like almost sort of auto scrolling Pikmin game where you are like shooting Pikmin at yeah. different parts of the screen for them to like complete the road that's in front of you. Sort of an action puzzle game. Yeah, an action puzzler sort of game. Looks really nice. Um, you know. I think when people say, I want a Pikmin sequel, this is probably not what they were thinking of. Uh, it's probably not going to light people's, like, hype meters on I don't know, fire I, mean, I feel anything, like we got three really similar Pikmin games already. It's nice to have something different. True. Like, I would, I'd rather try this than, like, you know, another Pikmin True. at this point. I mean, though, this does seem more like a bite-sized kind of side story, again, for, like, kids or something. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I think Nintendo wants Pikmin to be bigger than it is. And releasing a, a non-numerical Pikmin game is like a good way to bolster that franchise, especially putting it on 3DS with True. such a big install base. True. Um, so on the Japanese side, uh, wait—is that it for the U.S. Then that's it for the U.S. Pretty good. Uh, uh, 
you know, lineup, I would say overall. I mean, it's pretty solid. It's more than I thought was going to be there. I didn't think they were going to show anything besides stuff coming this year. I don't know yeah. why I thought that. Maybe Nintendo said that? I yeah. think they did say that. But, <laughs> but they were like, yeah. well, we're going to announce other stuff, too. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, on the Japanese side, so we got... Um, Monster Hunter Stories. We got a new trailer for that. Um, Called that one, of course. No Monster Hunter Generation. Uh, I know. I'm, or whatever. I'm actually like surprised by that, but okay. So what? Um, <laughs> Stories they, looks good. But they, yes, yeah. it looks very good. And they announced that you uh, there is Link uh, DLC where yeah. you can ride that's Epona so cool. as a monster. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I think Skull Kids in there too. Yes, that's right. Yeah. You can have your little uh, uh, feline palico. As Do we know a, when that's out? That's out soon, right? Like I think it's out soon? in October. It yeah. is. I think it's the 4th or the 14th. And that's 3DS, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah I'll play that for sure. That's yes. pretty exciting. I'm sad they haven't announced a Western version. but yeah. yeah, I mean, we got no localization announcements except P- Picross 3D mm. in the North American direction. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm sure you guys will get it at some point. I hope if, so. If they release the anime here, maybe. I don't know. Um, and so on the Japanese side, there were a couple megatons. One being uh, Momotaro Dentetsu. Mm. Yeah, is which, back. You know, <laughs> I read somewhere. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or something, but I read somewhere a few months ago that Nintendo had like got the rights to that. It was a rumor, like in Japan. Yes. That because so Momotaro Dentetsu, which is not a thing anywhere but here, yes. is a super popular sort of like I don't know, like board game franchise is that what you would you call it, like, it, it it's you, like a it's a board game it's basically like a like a board game thing that's been around since the nes era yeah and like by hudson soft and mm-hmm. then which eventually got bought out by konami so it became a konami thing but like it's been going for years and then it sort of just disappeared yeah and to kind of explain the the popularity of momotetsu here so there's this there's this tv show called ame talk uh, it's I saw that episode. Very, very <laughs> popular TV show where they cover, uh, they'll spend an hour talking about a single topic and they'll talk about, like, you know, baseball and all sorts of other things. And sometimes they talk about games, and there's only been four games Mario, Dragon Quest, Street Fighter, and Momotetsu. Like, yeah. That's how, it, like, it's up there with those games. Wow. That's how big of a deal Momotetsu is. I um, mean, it's not like a huge seller, but like, and, and it's, it's kind of part of the Japanese gaming zeitgeist. Right. Um, and, uh, it had basically died. Konami had kind of let it die. The guy who created it left Konami to do his own thing. And uh, so, and that kind of leads us to now where Nintendo, apparently they are, uh, they are licensing it from Konami. Konami still owns the rights. Sure. Um, but Nintendo are licensing it from them and using uh, basically the whole Momotetsu dev team that like left Konami and started their own That's thing. That's awesome. To make this new game. It looks really great. I mean, I've never been a fan myself. Yeah. But yeah, I know it won't and this won't amount to much for most of you guys probably. It's not, but it's just exciting on the, in the sense that like something that was supposed to be dead, you know, especially from Konami is like, right. it's like actually coming back and like in a good way, you know. Now now it's time for like, you know, someone needs to go in and it's buy the, the license for Rocket Knight Adventures and <laughs> Castlevania. Get some of that stuff back. And uh, so at the very end of the Japanese presentation... Wait, is it before we get there? Was there not other any other stuff? I mean, there was some... The 2DS thing, though, but we already talked about that. Okay. There was some uh, so there were some other like minor things, RPG Tsukuru Fest. That looks really cool. It looks really cool. It's a basically... I mean, this series has been around for a long time. It's the, uh, you know, make-your-own-RPG RPG sort of thing. RPG-maker sort of thing. RPG-maker, yeah. that, that's what the name is. And um, they're releasing it for 3DS. Um, and... You will be able to upload your games to the cloud or whatever, and people will be able to use a free downloader to play your games without having to own RPG wow. Maker. That's crazy. Yeah, which is awesome. And then they're going to be releasing like kind of like mini games from famous 
developers and mm. stuff like that that you can play. That's a really good idea. Um, I think this. I think I might actually buy this. It looks really cool. Um, they. Uh, this was already announced, but they showed a trailer for Puyo Puyo Chronicles, which is mm. a Puyo Puyo RPG. Yep. Um, Power Pro uh, Baseball, um, yeah, a new bad. version of that, which they only showed like lines of dialogue for some reason. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Megami Meguri, which is the Capcom NFC card reader game. Yeah. Uh, like there's yeah. this girl who's like a, I guess a goddess, goddess who lives in your IC cards, your your Suica, your like train pass, mm. um, and she'll like talk to you. I don't know. Maybe it's like Seaman. With a sounds cute so girl. Japanese. There's a goddess who lives in your train pass. Yeah. <laughs> um, they also uh, unveiled the trailer uh, for yes. Plague of Shadows. A little bit of A4 yeah. news. Which was released immediately after. So that's yeah. pretty cool. Shovel Knight uh, first DLC has now hit Japan So yeah, well. if, you, if you've got uh, Shovel Knight, the Japanese version, you can now get that DLC. Yeah. Go get it. It's free. Um, and then they on, announced the, uh, a game, uh, Drencia Saga. That's another downloadable title. Um, it's... Uh, it's like that 2D RPG looking yeah, thing. It's like a 2D mm. RPG. You know, there's you're, it's a one screen game where a whole bunch of enemies pop out and you just kind of hit them with your sword. There's an there's actually uh, an iPhone game that it's I can't kind of remember. Similar. I know what you're talking uh, about. I think it's called Slayer. Uh, I used to have it. Um, anyways, it looked like a, a kind of a clone of that. And then there was a cool. Sabaku no Nezumi Sundown, which is like this. It the the game is basically you're in this giant. Um, I don't know. Tra- it's not a trailer, but what is, what was the thing in uh, A New Hope that the uh, the little dudes freighter were in? Oh, like it's dudes. like a giant freighter in the sand. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And these little mouse mice live inside of it, and you kind of command them to like fix the ship and run the ship and huh. stuff like that. Hmm. Looks kind of interesting uh, if you're into that sort of stuff. Um, and so they ended it with a kind of one more thing. One more thing. One more thing with yeah. no information. Yeah. yeah, they were like. Look at this. Here's the logo. Here's the logo. It's called Metopia. It's for 3DS. Yep. That's it. Goodbye. That's it. There was a, there's a sword and a something else in the logo. That's right. Um, which makes it sound like it's some sort of me RPG hmm. or yeah, like so, that's game. that that was my guess. I would guess me RPG. I was thinking maybe it's related to the um, remember the Street Pass like RPG games they had. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's something yeah. to do with that or something. I don't know. Could be. But me, I forget what they called those. But Metopia. Yeah, I mean, it looks cool. I don't know. We don't know anything about it. I shouldn't say it looks cool. I should just say it sounds cool. Like there's yeah. probably you know, they said we'll hear more about it. Isn't there um, like an RPG series date. that has Topia in the name? Yeah, there's um uh, I'm forgetting the name right now. I mean it's from Utopia, right? That's where the word comes from. Yeah. yeah. Or in Japanese if you read the katakana, it sounds like meat pier. Like <laughs> but uh, Oh yeah. Um anyway. but anyways, it could be cool. I hope they don't steal my like randomized me RPG idea. <laughs> Too late. I know. Anyways, uh so that's it. That was all the Nintendo Direct. Um I think overall no, pretty good. Not a single NX mention, which you know, we expected. Um, there was Wii U stuff in the Japanese one. Yes, though. they showed. That's right. They showed Paper Mario, Paper Mario uh, Color Splash, Color Splash, um, which looks nice. But you yeah. know, I wasn't expecting Wii U stuff either. Yeah, I think that's like the last Wii U game, basically, right? More or less from those guys. <laughs> it looks like it. Zelda's coming. Oh, oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. That's true. So, um, exclusive Wii U but yeah, like I think overall, my picture of the 3DS going forward is a shift to a more kid-friendly system. Hmm. Um. I Which see is, it as a shift to like their main system. Not that it wasn't before, but like if now yeah. if it wasn't clear now to me, it's like this is our main platform for the foreseeable future. You know, like this is our everything. Well, I you know I don't I don't see it as the main platform because those the games the new games they announced didn't seem like main platform games. They were uh, like spinoffs of mm. main platform games. 
which is why I think it's more of a. I think it's. I really think that the they're going to position the the DS as like a kid system, and then the NX will probably be what we all care. Maybe, about. Maybe, but it felt like the messaging was a little different in the like North American. Direction. That's true. It could just be how I interpret it just from watching the Japanese. Yeah, side. absolutely. Um, which is important. But uh, yeah. Hopefully we'll get NX news by the time you listen to our voices again. I wonder. I don't think so. I think it's a little too soon. I could see it happening like in before the second podcast from now, but I don't see That's it happening right. before yeah. TGS. But that'd be cool if it does. Yeah. I mean, but, at the very least, if they don't, we can talk about what it might be with a whole bunch of fun people uh, yeah. that will be on the podcast next episode. We'll talk about that. We'll talk a little bit about uh, Mark's news, which yes. some of you may have heard uh, finally popping out today. I'm not going to get super into it now because I feel like we should talk about it when he's actually here. Yeah. And, and Hiroko wants to be here too, actually. Remember her? Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, if you haven't heard, take a look at Mark's Twitter, Mark McD. Um, he has a little uh, announcement that he yeah. made today. I love I love how he, instead of taking a, a screenshot <laughs> of his <laughs> he took a picture with his, like, that's so Mark. I, I, like, I kind of like was like, Mark, what are you going to do? do when I like with me not around <laughs> to do tech stuff for to you. do tech stuff for you and obviously it's like that was good like, I like that he's gonna print it out take a picture of the printout and send it. he's such an old man anyways uh, anyway yeah uh, Mark we miss you we'll see you in two weeks he'll be back we'll be back with yes. our big Tokyo Game Show podcast with That's a bunch of guests right. uh, until then JJ where yes. can they find us? They can find us on our website, 8-4.jp, our second home, giantbomb.com. We also have a thread on NeoGAF. You can find us on our Facebook, where <laughs> our users are now posting the episodes for us. Thank you, users. <laughs> yes, um, which please continue to do that. Uh, and uh, we also have a Twitter at 8-4-play minus S-P-R-S-K. Dermot? I am at Dermalo. John? I am John TV. Roy? I'm at Kotori. And Django is Django Bango. He's not. He's off doing work now. Um, so yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, I was gonna say something about the podcast, but uh, it's escaped me. So anyway, check our. Uh, oh right, yeah. In uh, in Mark's uh, you know uh, post, Mark's photo post uh, of his screen, he mentioned uh, something that if you pay close attention, we've actually got two new heads uh, rolling around the towers pretty soon. Rolling yes. into the towers pretty soon. Um, so we'll talk about that more soon. I think one of them will be starting maybe two episodes from now, and then the other one maybe shortly after that. So look forward to mm-hmm. that. We'll talk more about those guys uh, in the coming weeks. Mm-hmm. And those people. Until then, th- that's true. Those, those, uh, yeah, those yeah. people. Uh, until then, get your hype train, your hype shinkansen in, right. in gear. And who's going to take us out?
indecisive what I'm saying Trying to catch the beat, make up your heart Don't know if you're happy or complaining Don't want for us to win, where do I start? First I wanna go to the left, and I wanna turn right Wanna argue all day, make a love all night Push it up, then it down, and then beats me Oh, I really wanna know What do you mean? Oh, oh, oh. when you nod your head, yes What you wanna say, no, what do you mean? Start, won't let this end. First, I wanna go to 